In a time long ago, a village was conquered. The conquered village now lies under the tyrannical rule of one individual who has no compassion, shows no mercy, and has nothing but cruel intentions devised for one individual. Peril, torment, and horror lie around every corner. The adventurers must be ready for anything. The very well-being of not only the woman, but of the entire village hangs in the balance. Join us each week to find out if the adventurers can save the damsel, save the village, or if their lives will be lost in the attempt. This is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast sponsored by Knights of the Braille. You can find them at www.knightsofthebraille.com and the ambient music is provided by tabletopaudio.com. Our weekly uh, Curse of Strad campaign. Um, we're going to start by introducing ourselves, and we'll start with uh, Jesse. Uh, I'm Jesse. I will be playing Kelton, the Wild Magic Shifter. And a fun fact about him: he reads romance novels in the dark. <laughs> That's about <Wow>, bugbears. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> uh, Adrian. Uh, hi, my name is Adrian. I play, I play Vickless, and fun fact is he learned how to play the lute from a goblin, and he also speaks goblin. Uh, I can tell there'd be some stories there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip. Hi, I'm Philip. I play Amit Thornkill, a, do- a dwarven barbarian. A fun fact is he's a little crazy in his head. <laughs> he glows. <laughs> He, he talks to dead. axes. I think that. I, I think it's totally normal. <laughs> Is that Vickless thinks it's totally normal, or Adrian thinks it's both? Actually. <laughs> hey, whatever you got to do, you do you. you. You could say that Adrian and Vickless are one and the same. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ah, Michael. My name is Michael G. I'll be playing Silmistra Heatherfield, the half of Wizard. And the fun fact about her is that she is going to either become an alcoholic, a bugbear anatomy expert, or both by the time <laughs> she's done with the campaigns. End. And you'll fit in with Kelton. <laughs> he learned a lot from his one night dalliance with the bugbear. Hey, I, I still have the first edition. <laughs> More than anybody ever should know about a bugbear, Kelton knows. He, he has nightmares about it at night. If you ever hear him yelling and jumping up, it's not for things he's witnessed or battles. It's that one night haunting him over and over. 
Uh, nightmares or wet dreams? Let's roll a d20 to see which one it is. Kinky. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Richard. I will be your DM for this uh, adventure. And a fun fact about me, I love Cherry Lemon Sundrop from Tennessee. It is different than any other Sundrop you will buy. Stupid question. What exactly is that? Sundrop? It's... Yeah. um. Kind of like mellow yellow, kind of like surge. Oh, okay. Um, it's a soda, but the sun drop from Tennessee is different than any other state where you can buy it. Hmm. it it's the only state where they have no laws about how much caffeine they put in. And speaking of that, I'm uh, drinking one right now because I had a friend that come back from Tennessee. Is that like type of thing you can order online, or do you have to have actually like be in the state to get it? Um, I've seen it on Amazon. Um, I also saw. This soda called Big Shot from New Orleans, or Nolens, as they say. I was just before buying it today at two ninety nine for 24 ounces. Then I saw the shipping of $13 and so Oh, yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything's worth that. No. Yeah. That better that be better. like same hours. Yeah. You, you just want to be able to walk around with that bottle and tell everybody you're a Big Shot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That that soda better come cold, and you better pour it in my mouth, and you. It better you, come from it, a drone. Yeah, it better. A rough hand. Um. Hold. As always, you know we have sponsors now. This episode is sponsored by Rock Donald. You can get two half pounders, fries, and a drink for only five silver pieces. What a deal! I'm telling you, only in Waterdeep. Um. And uh, another item has been posted on our bulletin board. Uh, used wagon for sale. It only has three wheels, so it's three quarters of the original price. Contact Siegfried Wobbler for more details. Writing that down. Sounds like an ex-wife. Trying to... <laughs> it does. She's <laughs> like, I'm stuck with this shit. Hitched. And he flew the coop with his halfling mistress, so I need to unload this right now. <laughs> Um, uh, let's uh, do a bit of a recap. Last week, you uh, all were attacked by five dire wolves, managing to kill three. Uh, one of them is now in Ahmet's possession under his control like a pet, and one escaped. Uh, in fact, I think... Uh, I think the only one that took damage was Vickless, the one that I can remember, because it seems like every time he <laughs> rolled around, yeah, it he, would roll high he, there. He didn't do very well. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't drunk drinking. enough. Exactly. No, he, he got me, too. He, I got he, okay. Um, the only one I can remember was Vickless, because everybody else would be like, miss, 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 and Vickless come up. Oh, it hit Hit, 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 hit. <laughs> um, you managed to take them out, all except for those two. Uh, you got into town where you heard wailing and managed to break into this poor woman's house who had lost her daughter who went missing around a week or so ago. And uh, talking to her, you all acted like you was the um, from the sun goddess Radon. Until I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Vickless was was an ambassador from Radon, and Kelton then decided that he would go look at the basement, but that he would shift into a rat before he went down, 
And this caused the woman to go into utter hysterics. And as that cheese the, though. Oh yeah, he did get the cheese. <laughs> I did. And you know, um, Strad said she might have cut the cheese too, but that's as, as the kids story. say, I was macking on some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it continued on, and you found four health potions. Split them amongst your party. And as y'all were getting ready to leave, you had a visitor show up. And the visitor was the one that y'all had not really heard about, but you had seen, you know, read about in the letter. Strad himself showed up. And one in your party decided he would be extremely (laughs) cocky and called him a basic vampire bitch. (laughs) <laughs> At which point he moved so quickly as not to be seen and had you where he could have ripped your throat out. I feel yeah. like I was definitely going to be doing death saves. <laughs> I, I guess I shouldn't have put the cat out of the bag and said who it was. We could have seen if everybody figured it out. The uh, listeners. And it could have been, but he was going to talk to y'all, you know, so I mean, he, he probably would have released who he was. Um... And you had, you, um, he, like I said, he could have ripped your throat out, but uh, your friend from long ago stood up for you and basically, as I understand it, would have given his life to protect you as much as he could. Um, I, I, I would just come back from the dead and just hunt. <laughs> come back and haunt me. <laughs> uh, um, and not to mention, uh, dear little Amit, um, threw a knife at said big bad guy and had started it all off but <laughs> Strahd managed to leave with really no one getting hurt but hopefully having the bejesus scared it was out your of classic it. like villain appears part of a comic or tv show yeah. like at the beginning <laughs> of an episode where they have like the first encounter with the villain oh yeah. yes and Mr. was carrying in the corner the whole time <laughs> she, she, she didn't pee her pants did she no. Okay. okay. More control, I think. <laughs> than the... uh, did I miss anything on the recap? Don't don't um, think I. I don't think other than the fact that like this woman was wailing and so just so much distress, and we're trying to like kick the door down to get in. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of kind of whining. What is today? The okay. Uh, um, the quick recap of whatever in-character messages were sent between last session and this session mm-hmm. basically amounted to uh, a Vickless asking some Mr. what's up bro like why are you scared but not in those words he said it so much more eloquent and then Sinistra said there was a expedition in her past that had gone really really well and that's like literally about it uh, um, so as we left off so Mistra has said that there was an expedition that had gone sour and that's why she seems to be so terrified right now and cowering in the corner uh ahmet did get control of the dire wolf Mm -hmm. and i do believe had ran outside to check on the Mm -hmm. on the animals um ahmet with that roll me a perception check since the other three are in the house (laughs) i sipped i got a nap one (laughs) (laughs) ahmet falls on his knife the, uh, <laughs> what, what is Kelton's pig's name? 
Jethro. Jethro. Jethro has laid such a big pile yeah. upon Strad <laughs> showing up that uh, the fumes <laughs> totally cover everything. <laughs> Oh God! Make your eyes water so you I do kinda, not see. I kind of look out and I just shake my head and look sa- sourly, sorrowfully at the rest of the party. I really need to get him checked. He he definitely has an issue. He has a defecation <laughs> deficiency. Because he's got to look at Kelso. I was like, do you get the big check? We have to get you check. <laughs> what All right, what did I do? Basic vampire bit. That. <laughs> that guy pissed me off. I mean, he comes in here waltzing in. I am the leader of everything. You will cower before fuck? me. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> all right. I, <laughs> I mean, if not, are you guys? I mean, is that what we're doing? He could have killed us. Yeah, we're all going to die someday, aren't we? I, I propose we discuss this over a drink. <laughs> I guess I definitely do. I have about <clears throat> half a wine skin left. Let's, let's, let's get out of the creepy house, bro. <laughs> What well, if we, like, uh, made this our base? No, he, he already he already has access to We can't make this our base. That's true. We invited him in. I mean, is no. that even true? I mean, I've always heard that, but I don't know. Oh, it's, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what are y'all going to do? Walk outside? Let's walk out into the creepy... Is it still foggy out? Yes. It's um still about 8 o'clock at night. Maybe... I would assume y'all would have sat there and talked for a little bit. Yeah, after Strad left, so I'll say like 8.30. But it's still extremely foggy and, and all in the city. So Mr. would like to expend one piece of parchment and copy down that holy symbol of the sun god. Okay. Uh, before we exit. What she really wants to copy is the Bugbear magazine. <laughs> I mean, I offer her that. She said no. <laughs> I, in yeah. future, though, I will try to keep my comments to myself so that I don't get the whole party killed. Or I'll just, just say, or I'll just say, this is just coming from me. The rest of these people are not included in what I'm about to say. Galton, I accept you. The way. Thank you. <laughs> Bugbears no. and all. <laughs> Bugbears and all. That was a one-time thing. Uh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <clears throat> so you get it copied down, no issue. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, what do y'all wish to do? I don't think there's any places open here, though. Is there that we yes. can? Oh. Yes, there's, um, you can still get into, um, the mercantile store, and there is a tavern called the Blood of the Vine that is open. I know where I want to go, but let's, what do you guys want to do? Well, we have a well, say you need a drink. <laughs> yep. No, I was going to vote for the tavern, but, so Mr. We, what would you like to do? We have a holy symbol, and we've met Mary, and we know her name, so we could pass ourselves off as friendlies to the town, even though we just locked this woman in her basement. Yeah, but no one needs to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that plan. I mean, what I think we should do is if we are now going to be engaging the lovely Blood Daddy Count uh, on a more regular basis, then we probably need some uh, water, preferably blessed water, and some uh, wooden stakes to carry around. <clears throat> I feel like I, I doubt the mercantile would have holy water. Is clean there a water. church or anything around? Clean water would do for now. I mean, holy water is better, but clean water. Roll me a perception. Uh, roll me a... Um, me or Vicless? Uh, you, because you asked about the uh, oh, okay. church. <clears throat> you know, you, you could always go to the tavern and see if anyone can answer your questions as well. Let's see what I get here. Hey, do I got to create water? Oh. 
I think we're gonna have to do that because I got an eight. Yeah, you notice that um the fog is somewhat ordered, but it won't be enough. Anybody <laughs> got a can the cantrip create water? No. I think that's uh, just a druid. In my spell research, I think those of divine or druids can cast cast water. Yeah. Uh, um. So y'all. Get on your mounts, I assume. Yeah. Uh, do you want to head to the tavern, or would you like to stop at the mercantile, or do something else? I say the tavern. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Almost Almost got his his uh saddle on the, the dire wolf now. He's not on the back of the dire wolf. Got the pig on a leash. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> you ride down the uh the cobblestone like road and you come across this building that has an old metal sign swinging from a chain that has like a rose thorn vine with blood dripping from the like uh the rose into a what looks like a flask or a bottle the sign is old it's faded um it looks to be like over probably over 200 years old uh whether it is or not you know you don't know that but it looks like it has seen better days this um, mu- music in the background makes me feel like we're in a castlevania game <laughs> yes <laughs> so y'all can hear it then oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it awesome. just keeps reminding me out of well, obviously out of character but keeps reminding me that i need to watch season three of castlevania on Netflix. oh my god dude you got it's so good <laughs> so fucking what's good. netflix we they don't have Netflix here. <laughs> oh, Castlevania. The first few seasons were amazing, so can't wait. Um, you can hear some voices coming from inside the tavern, and you see light from inside the tavern as well. Uh, there is a railing outside where you can hitch your animals to, and you know go in if you so wish. Uh, before we go any further, do I need to turn down the music or? I think okay? it's good for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's good. I didn't know y'all could actually hear it. That's awesome. Uh, so what do y'all wish to do? I'm going to I'm hitch going to Jethro tavern. to the gate or to the. I forget if you said it was a gate or what it was. The railing. The railing, and mm-hmm. head into the tavern if that's what everybody else wants to do. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to pet the uh, the wrath of Bungary, tie him up. And I'm uh, just going to look at him in the eyes as I walk away from him and go inside the tavern. Uh-huh. You walk in and your senses um, overwhelm you with, like, the smell of, of food in a, colon- or a cauldron over a fire, uh, like a stew-type deal. Um, the smell of spilt ale, cigar smoke, and all that, you know, have stained the wood as, as well as the ale. Spilled all over the years. Um, there's like a grayish blue smoke at the ceiling. Um, there's <clears throat> a man behind the bar cleaning glasses. There's also a man sitting over in the corner with a glass of wine or a goblet of wine in front of him. And there are three other people sitting at a table who immediately stop talking as you walk in. So Mr. is going to edge back towards near Amit and his very fearsome axes. Amit's going to go straight towards the, the bar and order the strongest drink that they have. 
That dwarf is best by Morgan. Let me. Who am I blessed by? So, Vickles is going to notice the very strange um, looks, and immediately he's going to address the entire room, and he's going to say, "My friends, not to worry. This is my merry companions and I, and we're here to bring you entertainment. Behold!" And he pulls out of his bag the um, head of Vlad the Rootless. A talking head. The bartender looks at you, blinks, and continues cleaning his glasses. What do the other people do? Uh, The three people at the table look at you, somewhat shrug, and kind of go back to murmuring uh, in an even lower whisper than before. These people just don't care. (laughs) <laughs> the guy in the corner, <laughs> the guy in the corner with the goblet of wine quirks an eyebrow at you. And I'll I'll get you in just a second. I'm hunting the bartender's name. Well, Vickless is just going to put Vlad's head back in the back. Well, back you go. I guess at least we know the mood in the room. You going to do what now? No, I'm just going to walk to the bar. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to the bar too. <laughs> I'll stick near the door to keep a lookout. If, if the wine's any good, let me know. Um, Eric is the bartender, and I met you have walked up there, and he looks at you. What do you have? Give me the strongest thing you have. Last time He blinks at you and reaches under the bar and pulls out a basically like a fifth in in our in our world. Pours you a shot, slides it to you. That'll be two silver pieces. Okay. And pass him a go to wait for the <laughs> Thanks for the tip. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he um, hands you back uh, eight silver pieces. I'm, I'm making sure in my head that's the right conversion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, ten silver for every gold piece. Yeah. I was like, because I hate math. Ooh, I hate math. But, <laughs> You're um, not the only one. Yep. So, he hands it back to you and goes back to cleaning his glasses. Uh, Ziklis, you have walked up. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ahmed. I just doubt it. <laughs> he looks at you, blinks, and goes back to cleaning some glasses. Uh, he turns to Ziklis. What do you have? I, uh, <clears throat> pardon the assumption, but I would uh, like to think that an establishment with such a name perhaps will carry a paladin's bane. Let me look. He bends down. We got an old bottle. Ah, fantastic! Can I get a glass? And 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 and, and uh, one one question, my good fellow. Uh, do you happen to have clean water anywhere in town? Clean water. Yes, the sparkly clean. To bathe in. I one of the uses and drink. Yes. Uh, I might this, have... man is, this man has clearly never heard of drinking water. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. I know alcohol. I might have, I might have some melted ice out back. That's be about it. What do uh, you, what do you guys bathe in? Roll me a perception. What's that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you can all roll a perception action. Weekly oh. uh, <laughs> uh, gets an eighteen. I got a thirteen. Uh, I got eleven. Okay, so Mistra. Uh, twelve. Okay. Um, Ahmet doesn't really notice anything. Um, 
due to his being a dwarf and always, you know, on the move. And But Vickless, you get an overwhelming sense of, you know, like whenever you sweat really bad and like your deodorant is gone or you <laughs> forgot to put it on. Yes. Your speed stick has gone backwards, you know. Yeah. He's going to um, look at Kelton and, say, and just kind of like whisper uh i don't i don't think I don't, I don't think they know what a bass is here but how do we define water to them well at least they knew that ice melted as water but mm, yeah not the same <laughs> he uh no. he hands you a glass of the um of what you ordered yeah i uh, made three silver pieces uh, thank you my good fella um oh, thank you yeah here's a tip just five uh uh, he turns to Kelton. What do you have? Uh, what is there any specific drink that this establishment is known for? Well, we have ale, we have wine, we have turtle schnapps, we have <laughs> we have uh, Jesse's favorite, we have uh, blood of the vine, which is like uh, they call like tomato juice. Uh, <laughs> Bigless, Bigless is going to is gonna like turn to to Kelton and like ask for a maiden's ass. Oh, let's see what else do we have here. You uh, have any maiden's ass? <laughs> you know, hold on, let me go get her. Holy shit, we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> My plan was to ask about the wine for Samistra, but uh, she's hey, hanging out at the door, just like what? The, we're just. <laughs> Excuse no me. No one challenges uh, Ahmed to drink. I, oh, this place is. Oh. He's walking off. You better catch you. Sir, uh, actually, what? can I just have some of the wine, please? Don't you want a maiden's ass? Uh, that's apparently my friend says that's a drink, so no. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. All right. He walks back. Oh yeah, and we'll have blueberry freaking coffee. Oh. It's nasty as hell. I bought a lot what, of it. What kind of a person <laughs> buys that coffee? Oh, he's a flying fucking bought it on sale and he brought it here and it's like nasty as hell. I tell you, I can't get rid of the shit. Are you always this angry, sir? Every time I talk <laughs> about the blueberry coffee, I am. Why don't you just dump it or give it to the homeless? What homeless? There aren't homeless people here, like people that don't have a dwelling to live in? Beggars? Not, not really. They don't last very long here. Oh. So he, what kind of wine did you want? Uh, I, just whatever wine, I don't know, whatever wine they have. Uh, he, um, pours you a bottle of, uh, just, just a basic wine. Oh, uh, that'll be one silver piece, uh. Here you go. Red wine or white wine? He, he did, um, one red and one white, so he's got a pink wine. <laughs> and I don't know why. Um, are you at the bar still, Miss? No, she's, uh, hanging around the door, just the entrance of the tavern, more or less to keep I, uh. I take a drink of the wine. Mm-hmm. Clearly, by my facial expression, it's not my thing. So I'm going to walk over and offer it, offer it to Samistra as a olive branch for scaring the shit out of her by attack, going to verbally attack the vampire. Well, oh, and while y'all are doing that, Eric is back to washing his glasses. She looks a bit sheepish, but she does take the grateful. I didn't do anything to it, I promise. Yeah. I'll see if I detect any bugbear in it. <laughs> Time! Uh, and he turns back to Ahmet. We have one more. Do you yeah. want another one? Yeah. 
Uh, he um, pours you another shot. Or you want a glass of something? Lots of people have a shot. <laughs> uh, he uh, slides you another shot, then. So Mister Silver. Yes. <laughs> she is keenly looking at the effects of whatever Amit is imbibing. Okay. Right on the how dwarves can just drink anything and it doesn't <laughs> seem to affect them. <laughs> the wonderful part of being a dwarf. And he just, he just stares at y'all while he wipes his glasses. Vicholas, you've the, been you've been to many taverns. Is are they all filled with, like, a barkeep who is obsessively wipes down the glasses? Yeah, but the glasses are never clean. It's just that one glass. Oh, it's just that thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've noticed the few that I've been in, they're just, like, obsessive with it. Like, how can it take that long to clean a glass? They'll do it. It's just the one glass, mate. It's oh. probably the only glass in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it shiny, you know? Um... But he, he just stares at y'all and doesn't offer any information as y'all stand there. So what's the deal with the fog in this town? Like, I've never seen fog that seems to last literally all day. He looks at you and shrugs and goes back to wiping the same old glass after oh, he hawks the loogie sure. in it. Great talk there, but good talk. Quite a conversationalist there. Yeah. Calling out to uh, Amit, Smisher's going to ask, Good dwarf, how is the... Are you feeling okay from the... And strange spirit. Oh, I feel pretty fine. <laughs> ah, as as long as you can hit any enemies with a dagger. <laughs> uh, Ahmed, has there ever been a drink that's gotten you drunk? Less <laughs> <laughs> bad. <laughs> Note to self: check into more. Than... <laughs> uh, so what? Ever, I've, have you I've had, had a few across my toes, but <laughs> have you ever tried ethereal ale, my friend? Well, yeah. <laughs> ah, oh, fantastic. Remind me that when we go to Waterdeep, then we should do some shots of Ethereal L. If we survive this, of course. I will. <laughs> Was that the drink that uh, pushed me towards the bugbear? No. No, if I remember correctly. That was some sort of ale. Uh, if I remember correctly. Oh, man, my memory. Uh, oh, there you go. Whatever what? the answer What? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say you weren't drunk on anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I clearly was. No, you were. <clears throat> what are the yeah. other patrons? What are they? Um, I mean, there's that the Bingo Bongo and Bungo, you know. Well, there's there's the three the people <laughs> sitting at the table. Um, they have a glass in front of them, each one of them, and like a bowl of of food. There's a fire going in the hearth, and there's a man sitting in a corner like <laughs> table with a glass of wine. Or, uh, not a glass, a goblet of wine in front of him that he sips from occasionally. I wonder if that guy's lonely. Do you think we should go over there and talk to him? Uh, I, uh, I mean, the guy wants to be alone, uh, but okay. Nah, you're probably right. You're better with these sorts of things than me. You know, wild magic shifter raised in the woods, and I, mean, I don't <laughs> I don't get social cues that well. Good, but, sir. Uh, Good, sir. Oh, boy. Uh, which one of the good sirs? Um, he's, it's the guy in the corner looking at you. I know, but like, he's, he's yelling good sir, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm no, looking. I mean, <laughs> he's looking at you, so he's like, it means you. Oh, you know? me. Um, Don't yeah, you want to talk? <laughs> because he's gonna look at Razak and just point at his, me, uh, hi. <laughs> yes, you, sir. Hello. You said you had an act. I... Yes, 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 I do. My name is uh, <clears throat> Biglas Marshman. Uh, Bart, 
uh, Werewolf Slayer and uh, Traveling Whore. Pleasure to meet you. Well, in that order? <laughs> Not particularly in that order, but. He, he reaches out his hand and, and shakes your hand. Um, I assume you went over there and was talking to him instead of hollering across the room. Yes, yes. Okay. Of course. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's quite a strong handshake. <laughs> for, uh, how tall is this guy? Um, he's about six one. Okay, so he's about, is it, nah, yeah, he's about Vickless size. Okay. Massively built, but definitely tell he does some working out. He's toned, you know, like um. Just like the classic movie Dumb and Dumber, he must work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he shakes your hand, and I could use a little entertainment, as could most of this village, but no one seems to want to do anything. But go home and stay in their home. I'm like a target. Well, I gotta pull the head out first. So. Um, and I say, well, um, how about a uh, deal, if you don't mind considering such things? Ah, I'm willing to pay for it. See, um, <clears throat> I am willing to show you my renowned world um, famous act if uh, you were to exchange perhaps a bit of information with uh, me and my companions. I'll tell you anything that I know. All right, fantastic. <clears throat> just give me a second. It, uh, it, 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 it takes a moment. I need to just make sure that he's okay after he got rejected. He doesn't reject him very well. Ah, I can see that. Yes. So Vickless take looks inside the bag and carefully pulls Vlad's head out of the bag. Um, uh, pardon me, I forgot to ask your name. Ismark. Ismark, this is... Vlad the Rootlet. Vlad is smart. Oh, hello there, Vlad. Uh, Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, like I said, oh, go ahead. A bit of a cold. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Like I said, he doesn't actually handle rejection very well, Vlad. <clears throat> I, I, I would shake his hand, but uh, he just reaches out and kind of shakes his ear instead. If you touch me again, I will cut your eyes, and I will make you swallow them, and I will pull it out of your asshole. <clears throat> Blat! <clears throat> I, I, I have a question. I don't want to interrupt. Yes. I mean, this is your deal, and you're setting up this, you know, exchange information for your renown, but how would Vlad cut someone's eyes out? He, he, he's just cranky. He doesn't actually would do that. I guess he could just bite them out. I'm going to go hide behind up in case I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I apologize for speaking to uh, Is, what is it, Ismark? Was it? Ismark Kalinovich. Kalinov, uh, I, I apologize. As you can see, my <clears throat> talking head over here, it's, uh, it has a bit of a 
attitude, but he doesn't have any arms, so whatever claims he has about hurting you are completely off. Oh, does he have a headache? Listen, you asshole. Nicholas, put me back in the bag, or I will kill this son of a bitch where he stands. Okay, all right. You know what? I um, how about a song? <laughs> Very well, good sir. <laughs> but you like to ah, uh, she's not here, but I would love to have one dedicated to my adopted sister. Do you happen to know where butterflies fly? Uh, no, but I can definitely make something up. Ah, that'd be perfectly <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, Michael, do you think that you can help us out? There's a butterfly down in the zombie water. When I put the corpse of my sister, now the butterflies fly over the corpse. I was, was my sister, and I miss her. And I miss her. He's starting to tear up a little bit. This is the greatest number. <laughs> That's all I got for now. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> he takes a sip of his wine. And, um, Ahmed, are you at the table or are you still uh, at the bar? I'm still at the bar. I got tears in my eyes. I asked the bartender for another shot. <laughs> Give uh, me another shot. <laughs> oh, shit. So Mr. Is like hiding behind on me. I'm like, oh. So, <laughs> question. <laughs> did the auteur of this song, did he, in fact, kill the sister? I mean, what's going on here? This is... Uh, it's about a love lost and that the love will turn into a butterfly and return to you one day. Uh, I heard a song about a course, but hey, you do you, bud. Nah. <laughs> The corpse is your love lost that turns oh, into see. a butterfly. And oh, returns. so the corpse is a metaphor for... I gotcha. Yes. Uh, the the young dwarf, is he part of your group? He is. Uh, if you will tell him to order drinks on the house for y'all, oh. I will pay for them and y'all can sit here with me. Everyone else can be kind of standoffish. Um, 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 <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, did I hear that correct? You want the dwarf to order on the house. Whatever you all want, okay. I will put on my tap. Right, just, just give me a second. Hey, Emmett! <clears throat> yeah! You can have everything on the bar! This guy's paying! It's all right! All right. <clears throat> Thank you, my uh, good sir. As, as I was saying, and my apologize, Sir Vickless, I did not introduce myself properly. My name... Is is Mark Kalyanovich, and I know I'm not saying his last name. I correctly. think it'd be hilarious if he couldn't pronounce his last name. Like right <laughs> he can pronounce his last name. That'd be Me funny if he the southern redneck like cannot. I think it'd be funny for the character. Ahmed takes that for granted, reaches out, asks the bartender give him a bottle of everything that he has. <laughs> then bottles over to him. <laughs> Since you and Sylvester are over at the bar, Vickless and Kelton, roll me a history check. Oh. Fifteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, Kelton, something about his last name rings a bell with you. You remember seeing it somewhere. I tried to give Vickless a look. I don't know what this look would be entail, but basically that there's something up and we'll talk later when we get a chance. 
Nicholas is just going to stare at Kelton, like, basically just a very blank stare, just, um, okay. <laughs> That's what he's going to say. So, so are y'all sitting down at the table right now? Yeah. Yes. Because walking okay. over to all the bottles. <laughs> oh. Still, still sticking by the door. Okay. Um, he, uh, looks at you. So, are you the group that got my father's letter? Oh. That's where oh. we think. <clears throat> oh. We are? So, the messenger got out to you. Uh, we found the letter. We could just leave it at that. Uh, there was no messenger. He's <coughs> dead. Let me guess. The wolves. Among uh, other things. <clears throat> yeah. You guys have quite a few things that prowl this town, it seems like. He looks over towards the other three people and the bartender who is back to cleaning the one glass <laughs> and kind of lowers his voice. <clears throat> you only know the half of it. Everything that you read in that letter is true. Over the past month, my adopted sister has been bitten by Strad twice. Is there any cure? The only cure is to get her out of here. I thought you were going to say the only cure is death. There is death, but it needs to be Strad's death. Because if he bites her one more time, then she will become one of the undead like him. Has anyone else tried to stop him? Will you be awake at midnight? If we have to be. You may see the souls of those who have tried. I kind of look over at uh, Vicklis. I think some mister stay by the door. Yep. <clears throat> um, so, uh... My good friend, uh, thank you for the drinks and thank you for what you have shared so far. Um, but see, um, we 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 have actually encountered the count ourselves, and we <clears throat> would like to know uh, if perhaps you and all your wisdom uh, know of any weakness that we could exploit. The one weakness that I know of is my adopted sister. For some reason, he is infatuated with her. I I do not know why. Where is your sister now? She is at our home with our my father's remains and her stepfather's remains. Would it be fair to assume that only... Um, how old is your, your sister? Uh, she this year turned 27. All right. Is it is it fair to assume that only young maidens um, are basically the victims of the count? Would you say, my dear Vicholas, I don't think that anyone is safe. Right, right. I, I, <clears throat> yes, I, I do agree with you. But um, I, it's um, and and Vicholas is going to look around and remember the encounter with, <sighs> with Mary. It's like um, I, it's just there doesn't seem to be very many young maidens. Are you, are you asking if he only attacks virgin women? Oh, well, no, but thanks for that bit of information. I mean, yes, yes, that's what I meant. <clears throat> no, he he has attacked males, he has attacked females, some mothers, some daughters, some even grandmothers. He He doesn't seem to care who he attacks, but he seems to be paying special attention to my sister. 
Ileana. Uh, Vickles is going to make a mental note on how happy he almost was at the fact that for a moment there, he hoped that the Count would only just attack virgins and that he was a traveling whore and now he's just terrified again. What do you suggest? Well, I have contemplated attacking Castle Ravenclaw, Ravenloft on my own, but more adventurers than myself have attacked at once and never succeeded. Is there any sneak into this castle? None that I'm aware of. It has been fortified for... Well, it's been here all of my life, and if history is to be believed over 400 years old, it could be even, even be way older than that. So, when did the attacks started? If rumor is to be believed, then most of this is going to be rumor. The attacks, the attacks started several, several years after Ravenclaw, Ravenloft. I don't know why I want to keep calling it Ravenclaw. Ravenloft was built. Something, something happened, and it is as though the Count Strad was born. Um. Okay. Hold on. Pause a second. So you you you're meant to tell me that you have been choosing to stay in this backwater town and live as cattle for vampires for like how long? And why don't you leave? You yourselves saw what happened to the messenger when he tried to leave. Alright, fair enough. <clears throat> we we were under the hopes and prayers that he could get out somehow. But evidently the wolves prowl at all times of the day and night. Maybe you guys should have sent someone with him. I mean, was he traveling alone? How's he supposed to survive any wolf attack if he's by himself? That was our hopes, was that one person could sneak out, because we have tried doing the groups, and you always have someone who is going to clank around, no matter how quiet you try to be. All right, well, um, it seems that we could benefit from each other's help, but we need to come up with a plan. And I am not the brains of this operation, so I would like to just talk to my companions and try to figure something out. But I would like to know if it is possible, or you happen to know where to get clean water, a cleric, and a ton of wooden stakes. I do, but I ask for some help in return. You mean saving your sister and all of that, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That is, uh, goes without saying that uh, we will <clears throat> try to save your sister. Fine print there. I can ask nothing more than for the attempt. Fantastic. Do you mind if uh, we just uh, have a moment with my companions and uh, yes. we'll go from there? Would you like me to tell the young lady to come sit down? I will go take care of my tab and signal me when you're done. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Thank you. Okay. And he gets up, walks over to you, Silmistra. I do believe the gentleman would like to speak to you now, my lady. Uh, huh. uh, she doesn't really give a verbal response. Just not okay. skeptically and stri- strides over to the table. Okay. And he walks up to the bar and begins talking with Eric. And as y'all know, he is not a very big conversationalist. So it's kind of one-sided. But y'all go ahead and do y'all's thing. I was told to come here because we had to talk. 
Ah, uh, yes. All right, so here's my take on this, and I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I happen to know about bonfires just based on people that I have known. Um, I know what harms them, but I haven't actually had an encounter with them. That said, I, uh, and then he looks at Silmestra, there's one here that has, and it would be very, very stupid and silly if we don't put are confident in you that actually have faced these things before. Yeah, what are we up against? It, uh, uh, saying the V word again. Um, Should we just call them bloodsuckers? Would that be better? Sure. Or basic vampire bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what we just call basic bitches? <laughs> I guess that's a humorous take on the, on the V word. But oh, when I was much younger, I was under contract with my family. Mother and father, we were an adventuring trio, and we were contracted out to by the Lady of Silverman to investigate some Elven ruins uh, near the spine of the world in Icewind Dale. And we went there with 20 men, myself included. We had rangers, wizards, fighters, old guardsmen, adventurers, seasoned, seasoned people with the proper equipment to do the research and stay there for a long time. And we had gone so far into the ruins where the undead were. And they used shadows, they controlled the undead, raised the corpses of my mother to use their own spells against us, and toyed with us. Eventually, only I, my father, and a trusted wizard made it out. But I suspect it was more because of the vampire's mercy or dark humor. They are not not great. Two out of ten, not doing it. I'm brought to the table. <laughs> And uh, and uh, poor Silmestra uh, 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 drank into his silver cup and then just kind of like slide it on the table. Yeah. I'm it's, I'm it's got bottle turned up, just chug it. So this guy. Roll me a constitution check on that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we have. Jaws just happened to stop talking when you said I turned the bottle up and chug it. <laughs> We have at least one enthusiastic. Sweet. Member. I got a net 20. Oh, he drinks it like it's water. <laughs> Dwarven, yeah. His liver must be champ. <laughs> it's ironclad. All right, y'all keep going. Um, I shared with Silmestra everything that was shared in the table before uh, about the uh, sister-in-law being, or what is it? Adopted sister being, Adopted the, sister being the prime target for the count, and yada, yada, yada. Well, this is a shit show. Okay. Um. <laughs> Does anybody here have experience in breaking into a castle? Because I don't think we can just knock on the door and be like, hey, we're here. Well, I'm pretty good at breaking in things. <laughs> <laughs> and I have experience being a scout and assassin when under contract and adventuring. I did melt the hinges off. Poor Mary's. Uh, seems like this poor town only has us to figure this out. Uh, I have a talking head. That's really all I can offer you. <laughs> this town is in need of a hero. They're holding out for a hero till the end of the night. Cue Jesse, uh, Jesse Scott and Chad Kroger. I need a hero. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of that older. Yeah, that one too. You're right. Oh, you're thinking Mariah Carey. No, I'm thinking of... It was from the 80s, I think. Ah, yeah. I can't think of who it is. So. It was in Shrek 2 when the... If anybody's seen that, <laughs> was Gingerbread Man was knocking down the castle. Uh, so, y'all keep going? Or are y'all ready for Ismark to return? 
Um, I was gonna say, well, we still need a plan. Um, I, I, I'm not. I mean, if if the count is going to go get this young maiden, it means that he has access to the household, which means that it will be silly for us to kind of engage there, um, which makes this complicated. We can do reason. Go on. We have an entire town, and if I'm not mistaken, as long as we don't try and leave it, well, then we might have free reign. I mean, it appears you've made a friend with that man talking to the... the I don't think that bartender... But talking to that bartender. That, in my experience, my lady, that's still to be... Um, <clears throat> that's still under judgment for the time being, whether he's a friend or foe. But, yes, for now, it seems we have and some I, sort I feel of like... Plans. Those people over there in that group seem a little shifty. That's just my opinion. Yep. I don't think we can really trust them. Bloodsuckers can exert strange influences. Well, I'm a trickster, so I guess tricking people mentally is not going to be of much use here. <laughs> so, um, let's just go on with our lead, and uh, I would really like to get some rest before we continue. I would say that. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, that's that probably a good idea. Yep. All right. I'm I'm good with my interactions here. If anybody else wants to, <laughs> oh, I'm good. So Mister was rooting for a mitt to just chop everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that bottle and that and that, it was a detour character. But after that impressive chugging, there's no way this dwarf is blessed. <laughs> so y'all ready for Ismark to return? Yep. yep. He walks back over and looks down and. So do we have a deal? Vickless uh, extends his hand and is like, yes, we do have a deal. He shakes your hand and shakes everybody else's hand in return. Then shall y'all like to follow me to meet Ileana? Uh, You're welcome to stay at the house. It's large enough for each of us. And I can guarantee you that he has not been invited into that home. Um, then how does he... How does he attack Eliana? Whenever she was out wandering the city, he attacked her. And once she did it a second time and he attacked her the second time, Father and I forbade her from leaving the house again. Kelton is trying very hard and he will succeed to hide, to hold back his question. Um... Nicholas is just gonna turn to Kelton because he noticed he wants to say something. Like just, just, just go ahead and ask the kids honestly. Uh, this is a shit show as it is, so it doesn't really matter. Did Ileana just think the vampire was gone? Like, why did she wander by herself a second time? Because she, the first time happened, she wandered around the city, not thinking anything the way right, that right. everyone I, I, else was. Right. Yes. I understand that, but I'm just, I'm just questioning the second time. The second time, she wandered out to try to get help for our father, but um, unfortunately, we were both too late. Look, um, I'm going to be blunt with you because, quite frankly, this is not an easy thing to... It's your joke. Yes, uh, propose, but um, given the circumstances... Uh, Trust is trust, right? So exactly. I would rather we meet or we continue this conversation in a holy place, holy ground. Um, you seem like a nice fellow, but vampires, <clears throat> sorry, bloodsuckers, um, tend to have a way with people. And 
again. This could be as well a trap for us. It very well could be, but I would not, and you have no reason to trust me whenever I say this, I would not risk my sister's life to pull a trick or a trap. If I do have to say in his defense, and I don't, I know him as well as you do, but he had you sing that butterfly song, so it's clear how he feels about his stepsister. I truly don't think he would want her to come to harm. That would be very true under any other circumstance, my friend, but vampire corruption is something that sometimes people under it are not even aware they are under. Tell me how you wish to prove my trust, and I shall. Uh, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> step in because I did not well, I don't have any idea either, actually. <laughs> either. <laughs> you could consent to a light magical searching of sorts. I think the dwarf might have some magical talent, and I know my friend Kelton has him. Oh, I guess because. But we could at least investigate the house and do what we can to make sure it's not a trap. I that would have, be a start. You know what? I. Yeah, if you would consent, we do have a way of seeing if you're telling the truth. He holds his arms and hands out to the side. Do what you need to. I would like to cast Detect Thoughts on him. Okay. Um, You do. And you see utter and complete honesty and nothing but love and memories from his adopted sister, Ileana. And, you know, his um, love for his dad, who... Only him and his sister know that he has passed away due to the onslaught of their house. Kelton will be visibly affected by what he's seeing there here. You guys don't all know his backstory, I don't think, but he will look, his face will soften. He will look kind of devastated as he backs away and he will turn to the rest of the group. He's, he's telling the truth. We can trust it. It will be. There was just a lot to see there and a lot to take it okay then. he will grab a bottle and take a healthy <laughs> slug of something <laughs> okay for staying down um so you you walk out of the door and it's roughly around i'll say i'll say that took a couple of hours to do the talking and you know the act and all um it's i'll say it's 10 30 yeah i like brings out the bottles that don't Still drunk, he's bringing the bottles with him. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, as we're walking, I just want to kind of whisper to Vicholas, be on your river, don't bring out the whore tonight. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I will uh, try not. <clears throat> and so, Mistra, where are you walking? Are you walking with, um, I have forgotten his name, Ismark? Are you walking with Ismark or are you back somewhere else? Um, where are the rest of my fellow I feel like we should walk behind him in case we need to talk about something. I don't yeah. know if we will, but I, I feel like he could lead the way. Uh, um, you walk, you walk down this road and, yeah, I assume y'all are riding on your animals? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You come across a, a graveyard and he stops and as, as y'all gather around, he looks at y'all. If you will look here... At midnight tonight, you will see what I was talking about. And <clears throat> he keeps, he starts walking again, and y'all come to this house that's surrounded by like a wrought iron fence. Um, the gate is busted open and, and is swinging rustily with the, the squealing 
uh, of age and rust, and there's a gentle breeze blowing. And he says, no matter how much wind blows, the fog remains. How long has the fog been here? Has it been here since you've been Uh, born, or...? Some nights it's thicker than others, but it seems to be a constant. It it seems as though maybe once a month we get a little sunlight. Does Count Strahd seem to attack when the fog is denser, or doesn't doesn't it seem to matter? It, it gets so hard to tell the difference between night and day. I'm not really sure, but it maybe when the fog is denser, he. When the fog is denser, I know for a fact he can walk around. So I cannot answer whether that's nighttime or daytime due to the constant overcast appearance. Um, As you walk into the yard, you see that it is overgrown with weeds and, and brush and things like that. And you're coming upon the house and you notice that there's claw marks all over the walls that have gouged, excuse me, gouged claw marks into the, into the wood, into some of the stone, um, the mirror, not the mirrors, but the windows have been broken out and boarded up, and there's all kinds of markings all over the wall, and as you come up to the steps, you notice that there's a path trampled all the way around the house. Okay. We had a pretty wild battle here. Seemingly every day. Boy, you hear that splinter and shredder? We might be meeting some action again. <laughs> My dwarf. You just may. So, what do y'all wish to do? Do you wish to check out the trample path to go on in? Or what do uh, you want to do? I'm wanting to check out those markings. Uh, it's... Just like claw marks and no meaning to any of the marks, just like like doodling, so to speak. There's no meaning, no meaning behind them. But you can tell that something large, obviously large, has done this. Roll me, everyone, everybody, roll me a perception check. Sure. Anyone? All right. Okay. Looks like it's gonna be. Well, yeah. I got a ten. Nat twenty for twenty-one. Uh, nice, nice. Well, Amit's is not so nice, but... <laughs> He's a little drunk. <laughs> At least I got better than I did last time, or what? <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, Mr., what did you get? Twelve. Twelve. You and Amit will not notice anything, but Kelton and Vickless, you notice wolf prints, you notice some, like, human footprints and Kelton you got a natural 20 yep you notice a bat on like the eve of the house like a live bat yes can I try to shoot it you can (laughs) roll me an attack hello my name is Tatiana of Tatiana's potions we here at Tatiana's value the quality of our potions and ensure 100% quality and reassure you with the fact that if you are not happy with any of these potions, tonics, or food, 
then we will be sure to come over and make sure that you're happy. We have orcs, bugbears, and goblins on staff to ensure that you enjoy your next batch. So let's try it again. Very surprised because he's just lost trying to figure out these doodles. Oh, I was too busy in the bottles. Captain is prepping an attack. He's gonna talk, like basically just kind of like say it by looking at the at the marks and the tracks, and it's like, well, it uh, it looks like we might not actually get a nineteen. Uh, Give me just a second. Stroud's dead. Everybody goes home. Yep. That's what I was hoping for, but I didn't think it would work out that way. Roll credits. <laughs> hey, I wish it was that easy. It's like the multiple endings on like a video game. This yeah. is, it's like my Mac ending. Get to it. Okay. That hits. What do you want to do? Uh, it does four damage. Okay. It was what a crossbow bolt. Okay. Does four damage? Yep. Okay. As you hit it, the bat falls to the ground, and everybody roll for initiative. Shit. Damn it. I'm sorry. Twenty one. Fourteen. I got eight. Six total. Are we fighting bats? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Oh. We have one first level spell slot left. I don't have any bardic inspiration. <laughs> Kelton's oh, looking around at the rest of everybody like I know I screwed up, but what the, okay, now now tell me what everybody got. Vickless, you got a what? 21. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kelton, what did you get? 14. So, Mistra, what did you get? 6. Ahmet, what did you get? An 8. Uh, let me roll. I will that? look at everybody else. I was trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you helped. Oh, Woo, get us to a battle. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this, so I'm having to roll for initiative. What I was hoping was, I was hoping like it was part of Strahd's eyes or something. Like, not even him, but just like maybe a tactical force or something he has around there. So I figured I could take out, kind of like in the real world, taking out security cameras. Yeah. Um, (laughs) As the bat falls and lands on the ground and you look up at where you attacked him... Strahd appears and jerks out the arrow. Aww. So Vickless is going to look at Kelton and say, which part of, you know, Count Mr. Blood Daddy is after the girl inside the house didn't you get from before? <laughs> I was thinking if the bats were his eyes, and I figured it would help if we took it out. We're fucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> no victory oh. without fear, fear Sir Mustra. Oh, we want to attack. Dude. Is that scientifically proven? I don't know. I saw it somewhere. It was some, like, Viking saying or something. Ah, uh, let's see here. Okay, so, Vickless, you'll get to go first. All right. Can I land her with the counselor? <laughs> is that an option? Or is I got everybody in so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> Best uh, intentions. <laughs> uh, what'd you ask, Vickless? If I can just, like, try to negotiate with the Count before we go into this, is that an option or not really? Not really, because... Uh, I'm trying for pest control. I mean, these things are <laughs> terrible for the area. 
All right, give me the lay of the land. So we are outside the house right now, right? Yes. Um, he is roughly 100 feet away from you, and you are all right there. Oh, snap. Yeah, we're running got... the house. <laughs> so we're not inside the house, correct? Yes. You're not inside the house yet. Give me we're a second. Not... I got to roll for him, too. Well, uh, y'all's help did uh, got a worse roll than anybody. Wait, what? Y'all have Ismark with you. Okay. <clears throat> so, before I do anything, I just want to give you things straight here. So, how far away are we from entering the house? Um, 40 feet. 40 feet. So, I wouldn't get there in one. 30 feet of movement on a move. Yep, I know. <laughs> so, you, you really want me to have this fight, don't you? All right. No, <laughs> I, it can be 30 feet. I mean, dash. Okay. <laughs> we well, can dash into the house because he hasn't been invited into the house. I mean, you can okay. full exit. You can full exit. Move it. Move double your, your yeah. movement speed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. I forgot about that one. Uh, <laughs> and where is Ileana? Was it? Ileana. She is in the house. They're in a room upstairs. Downstairs. Where? Um, upstairs. Yeah, I'm assuming the windows are boarded up. Yes. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> 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 All you right. He's tried, man. He was up there whispering sweet good nothings to her while y'all. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to yell at Ismark. Ismark, your sister. <clears throat> so signaling for him to get in the house and locate the, you know, bedroom or get right next to her. Okay. Um, and then I'm just going to turn around and I'm like, look, we're not going to win this fight. And I don't think that we should fight it. Dash for the house. No shit. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so Agreed. Uh, Nicholas is going to dash for the house and so basically hold the, ho- the door open for everybody to get in. <laughs> but, eh. see, I'll take Ismark's last, though. So Ishmael's last? Yeah, he, y'all have to at least take one round before he can get to his turn. Okay, hold on. Um, well, I, well, I can stay there to protect him while y'all get in. Okay, so we got to protect him. <laughs> <Damn it>. Uh... <laughs> Who comes after me? The Count? Um, Kelton. Kelton, what you got? <laughs> Straight to strategize. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what you got in terms of spells that we can use to <laughs> save this guy? You can, turn it, you can tr- turn it to the Great Fate one and grab him by the, his clothes and drag him in with you. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> shoot an Eldritch Blast. What's the range on that? 120 feet. feet. Okay. Um, so, Vickles, you have moved towards the house in, in your movement. Wait, wait, that's what I want, I want to figure uh, okay, out. Okay, y'all are strategizing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, how far away from the house is Ixmark right now? Same kind of... And where is he located? Is he located um, like in front of me? He's 35 feet. He was closer because he was leading the way. So, he is like... Y'all are 40, he's 35. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, he's closer in. Um, and yes. Where like he is he like positioned somewhere like close to the door, meaning if I push him or if I cast a spell that would like bounce him back, would he like basically go into the house? <laughs> I, don't I like think that go in unless we anybody invites him in though. I like that. You talking about Ismark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. I like that. I will allow you to attack him in order to get him to the door. Okay, so I am... if, if your attack roll hits him, of course, you know. Uh, I used the wrong. Okay. 
Hold on, let me just look how to do a thing first. <laughs> it's all uh, because somebody shot an arrow. <laughs> I was trying to help. And he hit. <laughs> okay, um, I guess you can't really tell me how many hit points he has, right, Ishmar? Um, I'll tell you he's at full health. I mean... Okay, well... He seems able-bodied. Able-bodied. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to save him. Um, so what I'll do... Fuck, I can't believe I gotta do this shit. Could I? I mean, I know it's not my turn, but could I? Could I have used Mage Hand to throw him into the house? No, you cannot attack with Mage Hand, and that um, would have to be considered. Him up a... Would be an attack. Okay. Well, um, Mage Hand only picks Mage Hand only picks up like fifty pounds. Thirty pounds and five. Oh, yeah. No, there's no way. No. Um, but you can attack with Mage Hand if you use it correctly. Like okay, pick up something and hold it over their head. Um. Let's try... I want to... Would I be allowed to dash and and basically shove Ismar into the house with my dash? I'll let you shove him with your dash. Kind of like body you're... tackle him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. And, the, and the, what, what, what you want me to roll? What kind of attack? I want you to roll a d20 and tell me what you get. Because it'll be an unarmed attack. And roll with advantage because... He, you will have talked to him about this, and he will be willing right. to roll with advantage. Let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Whew. First roll was a five. <laughs> okay, got a 17. 17 for the second one. Okay, that yeah. one hits. Um, okay. So you and him both managed to get, like, right there at the door, and I assume you're going to cover him while he opens the door, correct? Yes, I'm going to, so, but I'm going to do is I shove him in, he's going to open the door, I am going to stand guard in the door with my rapier out. Like okay. Like, basically barely outside the doorstep. <laughs> like okay. that, when yeah. it comes around to his action, his action will be opening the door. Okay, well, I'm covering him so he can open right. the door. Yeah, 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 there you go. Okay. <clears throat> then that, oh. that's it. That's like <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, man, that, that was really good. All right, Kelton. What does Kelton do? Are you muted? Uh, no, no, he's he's not. He's I not am. Um, oh, you're right? Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Am I married to what I said earlier, or can I change my attack? It was not your turn, so yeah, you can change. Uh, I want to cast Magic Missile. Okay. To try What's your damage? Uh, I need to do the right thing. That will be eight damage. Eight? Yep. Uh, let me uh, get to him. And with my movement, I would have run towards the house. Uh, um, I'm trying to do what I want to do. Maybe You're scared of the... Strahd is scared of the big, beefy barbarian who wants to run away. <laughs> <laughs> are, his, are his gloves out? Yeah. <laughs> Sinistra still hasn't noticed. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he ain't got any gloves, though. Michael. So I was, that's what I was going to ask. When you battle, do you put the gloves on? Nah, he always does uh, that when he gets scared. Oh, okay. Do me a favor. Sure. What's up? You know the sleep spell better than I do. Yes. I cast it. Okay. Roll 5d8 and then <laughs> tell me what that total is. Well, Wait, what's so if, if you're going in turn out? order, wasn't he after all of us? No, he was third. Oh. i <laughs> Strad is casting the sleep spell. Fuck. What spell slot? Uh, first level. Oh, first? What? Strad's little. Bit. Oh, no. That's right. I can cast that at... I'm going to cast that at fifth level. God damn Okay. It. 
<laughs> thank you, Michael. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. <laughs> How many do okay. I roll? Two, four, five, six, fifteen D eight. Jesus. Jeez. No, I'm sorry. It would be, yeah, it would be 13. 13 plus 2 is 15. Yes, 13 D8. <laughs> that smell is badass. Yeah, I know. It's kind of overpowered, I think. <laughs> it has a range of 90 feet, though. Okay, he moves plus. in. He moves <laughs> in, um, like, 30 feet and then casts. He rolls all ones. 13 ones. <laughs> 13 ones, please. <laughs> Here we go. If it's in here, oh, looks like it. Where's that? 74 total points. Okay, so you first target the creature with the lowest amount of hit points. So I don't. It'd probably be either me. Um, Ismark or... has 73. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, how I have 56, but 70, I'm down to... 74. So, what's... Uh, I know Phillips. What's yours, uh, Jesse and Adrian? Mine uh, is uh, listed at 28, but I mustn't have leveled up because I think that's... Oh, uh, no, I think that's about is right. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, I have 30 hit points. Okay, 28. Um, so, I... I uh... Mine is 36. I'm at 27 right now because of the damage before. Uh, can I also add that I do have advantage against being charm magic or put to sleep? Does that actually help in any way, shape, or form? Not with this spell. Not with this spell? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> we, we target Vickless first. He's now unconscious. So you minus 27 from that 74. And then, then you'd move on to Jesse, which would be 28. And then you minus that from the total... And then move on to me since I have 30. And that probably be all the people that you can get. Let me do this math. <laughs> so, as, so we're as, all down then, basically. Okay, so then it lives. goes Kelton, which is 28. So I'll leave it mm-hmm. at 19. So as Vickless falls to the ground, <laughs> out of his back rolls the head of Vlad the Rootless. <laughs> oh, oh, please let me do the talking. Please let me <laughs> Yeah, go for it. <laughs> he rolls, he rolls ahead the black rootless, and he's he's basically now lying laying on the floor, looking straight at. What so. Nicholas, you let me What the hell is that? What is that? That's a fucking vampire! I knew it! I knew it! So how many hit points head. did you have left uh, after my nineteen? Nineteen. All right. So you couldn't affect anybody else. Well, maybe okay. some like rats or something, but. Nobody else. Uh-huh. So, so Mistra, uh, Bismarck, and Amit are still conscious. And now it is Amit's turn. Okay. I'm doing something crazy. I'm ripping off a, one of my sleeves, stuffing it down into one of the bottles like a lit, and taking a splint out of my thing and lighting it and throwing it at the fucker. That is pretty bad. Um, <laughs> you said you lit it and threw it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he moved in 40 feet, 60 uh, 60, you start rolling with disadvantage, I think. So yeah, can I roll move in. in closer, or yes, you can. You can move closer. Before yeah, I'm moving closer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm moving um, as far as what I can. It's like 25 feet, I think. Okay. Um, so that will put you at 35 feet. So roll. And since I really like the attack and think it's pretty badass, roll with advantage. Right. That's out of the box thinking right there. Hell yeah. I don't think I'll beat the first one. Okay, what's the first one? A nat 20. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll do. Uh, roll me a d6. Five. Okay, so that's unfair. Alright, so is there anything else you want to do? I think you. Nope, that's all you can that's do. That's all I can do. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. I holler out, take this bastard! Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, Mr. Um, does his clothes catch on fire? Uh, yeah. Um, Vampires oh. are weak to fire, too. Apparently they are. Yep. It's what they can't kill them is fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Okay. So what's the latest? <laughs> I have two unconscious party members and a dwarf that just chucked a Molotov cocktail at Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> um, who's closer, Vickless or Kelton? Um, Vickless is right there at the door. Um, he was guarding Ismark. Vickless <laughs> <but laughs> decided to take a little nap. <laughs> and so did Kelton. Is there anything to roll for waking up, or is it just, are you just prone? It'd be up to DM discretion. I think it lasts, yeah. the spell lasts an hour. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's wrong. My, Michael's more familiar with that spell than I am. Yeah. Um, since Vickless is closest to the door, I'm going to drag Kelton and use my action and my movement, or whatever combo I need to uh, drag the dude that fired this bolt that started it all <laughs> i will never fire first anymore so we come to ismark whose action is to open the door and go in um top of the round it goes to i will I will use him to drag... Let me roll a strength check. He rolled a five, so he cannot drag Vickless in. Oh, this guy is... Oh, wasting my time trying to work in the shoe. <laughs> um, so it would go to Kelton then, and he's unconscious, so it goes back to... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is drag one of our feet into the house. Part of our body's in. I would think that means he can't attack us. I don't know about that, Chief. He's um, going to cast Fireball at at um, Amit. So, we like to play with fire, do we? And he casts Fireball, getting an 18 straight roll to hit. Yeah, he hits. <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, look up that. Let me look at that damage real quick. And like I said, I I wasn't expecting this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't cast Fireball. I made my own Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm casting it at fourth level. That's what, another 2d10 or 2d6 of damage? It goes up at fourth level, I think. Oh, damn. Owie, I might be dead. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Oh, dang, that's got a range of 150 feet. <laughs> it's untainted. But, you know, but, but before you do that, you know a fireball's got a blast radius of 50 feet, right? It's going to catch itself in it. We're going to burn the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's okay. <laughs> um, 
you are all is Mark is in. Would y'all all say that y'all are in a twenty foot radius? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, y'all take twelve D ten damage. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm trying to get to where I can roll out multiple dice at one time. Uh, <laughs> this session is insane. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you some banter. I'll give you some banter where you calculate that. So, uh, <laughs> Vlad the Rootless looking at Vlad, and I'm like, hey, 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 you fucker, Eric. <laughs> What are you gonna do to me? <laughs> nothing. You can't do nothing to me. I'm dead already, you father bitch. He is actually in that 20 foot radius, too. Oh shit, oh shit. That fire? The fuck? That fire? Fuck you. What if he can roll himself? Um, everybody roll me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, well, Vickless and Kelton cannot. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Vickless, you can roll for um, Vlad. Oh, great. Um, uh, I got a three. No, I got a four total. Five. I got a total of five. Yep, plus three, so. <laughs> okay, um, you got a what, so Mistra? 17. 17. I believe his is an eight. <laughs> Vlad gets a five. Yeah, I got okay, he fails to. <laughs> uh, he, I will say that Vlad has 22 help, <laughs> but let's see. Let me roll for Ismark to help Vickless. Uh, he helps Vickless inside. Um, he'll help him with his dexterity, uh, and he'll get Kelton. Y'all will take half damage. Another one. Um, half of 21 is 10 and a half, so y'all take If we're 10. unconscious, though, did we lose, like, what's that do for hit point-wise? Are we down, da- like, down, down to zero? You're, so, you're just so unconscious. I, so so I, I take the full oh, 21, okay. right? Yes, you take full damage. Okay. I'm still, I'm still at, uh, 27 hit points. Sure. Yeah, 21 total damage for Amit. And so, Mr. you had a 17. Correct. Uh, you will take full damage as well. Um, Ismark helped um, Kelton and Vickless, so y'all will take 11 damage, and he will 2. So he's down to 62. Nine hit. <laughs> uh, um, so, Amit, it is your turn. Run. I can't. I can't wait for like this crawl in that. That's all. Mess is gonna <laughs> kill <laughs> Survive this shit. Oh man. Uh, what does Ahmed do? Ahmed's pissed. He pulls out his glitter and shredder. Goes at them. He's oh, buying man. his time at least. The brave. The brave. Ahmed, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to go after Strahd, correct? Yep. Uh huh. So, Mistra, I will give you an Ismark advantage on dragging uh, Vickless and Kelton into the house. That will be wonderful. Yes. Okay, Amit, okay. what do you do? I'm going to attack him. I'm going to charge him and attack. Oh Why wouldn't you run in the house? see that y'all are running out of there. Okay. Holy shit, is this how they... Oh, my God, no. Somebody <laughs> say that door. What the fuck? <laughs> 
Well, she's only the third episode, guys. <laughs> well, <that's> <laughs> she won't have any <laughs> What's your attack roll? Some message just slams the door, slamming on your, Ahmed out the. Your first, your first, um, your first act. What's its attack roll? Uh, nineteen. Yes. Nineteen plus three. That'll hit. So, so what's the damage? Let's see. Silver axe. What a what a legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he backs away, do it like um yeah. Okay, <laughs> like six for the first. Six damage for the first one. Let's see what the second. Uh huh. What was your second one? Or have you rolled yet? I was trying. Out of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, I missed. I missed that go around. I got a uh five. No man, you gotta go to distance. <laughs> he's going for distance he's going for speed all alone and the time of standing me. up guys this is so intense alright <laughs> uh, uh, so Mistra are, is, what are you going to do are you going to help them in or or what does Mistra want to do she hates he's like get him he's like get him in get him in <laughs> she hates vampires so what is she going? Place. <laughs> Big time. Pull Kelton in very okay. weakly because she has nine remaining hit Okay. Um, Ismark will help uh, Vickless in and as well as Vlad, who is looking a little crispy, but, you know, he's, he's all right. He's like a fried chicken head or something. One hit point. Uh, uh, 20. Yeah, one yeah. <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. You're lucky. You're lucky. He's fucking put me down. Put me down. I got him. I got him. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh he's, got, he's got that smoker's cough. <laughs> okay, so we're um we're back to the top of the run, and uh, Strahd is he regains twenty hit points. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but aren't we in the house though? Uh, part of his vampire ability. Regeneration. I thought we were all pulled in the house. No, Ahmed is still outside. It's oh, not yeah. honor over there. <laughs> Mad lad. Um, he cast fireball again at Ahmed, my little fireball. Uh, and he's gonna catch himself in it, cause I'm right there in his face. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> he has hit points to spare. It's okay. Oh yeah. Uh, getting a sixteen. Do I need to add the modifier or the 16 hit? That hits. Okay, four. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. The unknown, the unknowns are quickly going to become unknown because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> the next characters that we roll. Yeah. Go out with a fight. Ahmed, roll me a dexterity saving throw, sir. Uh, oh, sh- <laughs> no. Fudge! No. I'm crit that one. No. no. Okay, this is up to your companions. Since he rolled a natural one, how much should I add to the damage? Uh, zero, of course. No, no, no. One. It was a one, so add a one. one. Yeah, one. Add a one? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, do y'all want me to pick a number or roll to see how much he takes? What die? Uh, I'll roll a d six. 
D100. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, Kazuki! So, no, D6. D6. You take a total of 29 damage. Oh, my God. And I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about uh, that says? Oh, Vlad, um, not Vlad. <laughs> uh, Strahd picks up your toasty corpse, walks to the door, and... <laughs> Slams you your dead body down on the like little alcove like where the doorway <laughs> is, and looks at the three of you and Ismark. Where Kelton and Vickless are down, unconscious. He looks at Silmistra. I'll be back for you later. Oh. He looks. He looks at Ismark. We don't leave the house. <laughs> he looks at Ismark, and I'll be back for my dear Ileana as well. And then he turn he polymorphs into a bat. No, he polymorphs into a wolf and runs away. To this, Blat the Rootless is gonna say, "What a basic bitch!" Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, perfect. Uh, so Y'all are out of initiative. <laughs> Toasty dwarf carts there in the doorway. We need a long rest. Uh, I think Sylvester is going to curl up into a ball and just cry softly. <laughs> we wake up? <laughs> yes, I will let y'all wake up. Uh, you and uh, Kelton wake up. I'll let. Water on the face. Yeah. I, Roll I me. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Roll me a death saving throw, sir. Oh, I Please get a 20. <laughs> I will wake up, uh, look around, look out, see Amet's body, look back at Vickless. I fucked up, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> the rootless is going I got okay. 11 on the first one. You oh. have been successful one time. Vlad <laughs> the rootless is just going to look at Kelton like, no shit, you fuckface. He's going to turn to Vickless and say, hey, wake up. Wake up, you son of a bitch. I wanted to go to the fucking coast, but no, you have to go the other way around to see the fucking door, didn't you? Wake up! I think his name for for Kelton now, whenever he talks about him, should just be fuckface. Oh, oh, it's got to be. Um, I'll admit, roll me another death saving. I got a five on that one. You have now failed. You're one and one. One and one. We all seem to come across things that we just cannot seem to take care of ourselves. Well, we here at Sticky Underhanded Schemes are the people that can take care of those things. And we do it stickily and underhandedly. We do not send things in a brown paper envelope that everyone knows is what it is. We send people there who they will never see coming. They may feel a little pain, but they will never see the person coming. We can take care of all your sneaky underhanded schemes here at Sneaky Underhanded Schemes. You name the creature, you name the person, you name the job, we name the price. Huh? Y'all keep going. So, you need to pass this because I will never forgive myself if I kill him. <laughs> He's going to look at Sylvester curling into a ball. He's going to look at Kelton, and then he's going to look at a man. He's going to go like, no, 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 And then he's going to go right next to a mat and just, like, kneel right next to him. And then just, like, I don't know, like, start, like, you know, like, slapping him in the face. I don't know, dude, you can't die. You can't die. 
Don't you have a healing spell of some sort? Bits of smoke and ash. Can I heal him while he's on, like, is that a thing that I can do? Yes. I think you can. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was, wait, I was waiting on somebody. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't know if you could actually cast what you're doing the depth. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. I okay. can't tell you that you can. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna cast healing ward um, on uh, second level spell, and I got nine. Okay. Um, Amit, you cough out ash and smoke, <laughs> and you now have nine hit points. I'm going to cast it again, second level spell. Okay, what uh, did you find? That's a 10. You now have 19 hit points. Or do you want to give some of those to Silmistra? Because she's... You, you can split them. I will let you split them five and five. Uh, I can actually hand my healing potions to Silmistra. <laughs> she okay. Yeah, she's I get it. Horrible burn scars now. Toasties. Okay, so um, oh, you're both <laughs> up to 19. Basic vampire bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can cast Healing Word, uh, first level spell in Sylvester. Uh, what you gotta do now? You can, cast... or um, before you hmm? say that, yeah, um, you're in a home that is protected. Y'all can long rest. All right, hello guys, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I know. It's, I'm just gonna do it for for like role play too. Cause, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. So you get uh, six health. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you're so up to twenty five. Yeah. Five. Fourteen plus six is uh, twenty. Okay. Yeah. And and then to this because this is gonna like. You know, like when when you go through like an intense situation and then you just like relieve all tension and he just like lays down on the floor, grabs Vlad's head and then just pull him into his back and Vlad's just going like, hey, I'm not done. I'm fucking not done. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> oh, that I was kinda, intense. I, I look over, maybe we should meet Leon in the morning. Lane looking at the ceiling. Vickler's going to be like, Kelton, we got to gotta have a chat about your, your temper. <clears throat> What, you mean that you wouldn't have shot that bat if it was there for the taking and you thought that it was watching us? Uh, no. That's I... really what I was trying to do. <laughs> I'm never going to uh, shoot first, though. That's for sure. <laughs> no more. I'm done. Oh, but Vickers yeah. is going to like lay the hound on his friend and the boy's like, um, look, man, I'm just... I'm just glad you're alive. Okay. <laughs> just leave it at that. I'll look over at Samistra and her ball. I really need to fix things now. She really hates me. <laughs> and then the bag you hear. <laughs> her crying. Going from the terrified, going to die, just inconsolable, down to just a quiet sniffle now. Oh. <laughs> uh, nice house. <laughs> um. And then I'll wait till Philip gets back. Boy, uh, that, that was intense. That was good. It was pretty pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to have a drink after this. Like, I wasn't drinking. Fuck. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to grab a beer and just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope I'm get some entertainment. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, um, y'all are inside the house and... There's still one dead body in the house. Um, their father is lying in a coffin in the house. Um, uh, y'all are just inside the door. Ismar, question. 
Yes. Why didn't you bury your father? We cannot get the priest to come and collect the body. Makes sense. The, the cleric will not come and collect him. I must figure a way to carry him to the cleric to have him buried in the graveyard. Well, I think if we are able to stop this creature, one of the payments should be that your father gets to be buried in peace. That is my hope as well. Uh, <clears throat> and strangely enough, only like a few minutes have actually passed. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a wonderful thing about combat and D&D. Uh, so in, inside the house, you, you all smell the smell of like ashes and smoke. And it seems to be coming from Amit, who, um, <laughs> for the most part, who, well, I'm a well-done dwarf. <laughs> yes, um, Amit, you no longer have a beard or hair. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not my beard! <laughs> uh, and that seems to be what you're probably more upset about than anything else. Um, Excuse me. so Mistra, you, uh, your hair is singed on whichever side you wish it to be on. Um, but you've seen... Okay, on your left. <laughs> your left seems to be more ashy than what Amit is. That's, that's great. Um, Ismark is... Oh, that's a close call. Uh, what happened? I mean, I was walking up here and next thing I know, Strad is here. I'm sorry, for some odd reason, I'm pitching I'm at charcoal black with one hair of strand of his head and still lit with a flame. <laughs> like a candle. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, let that, I'll let that go. I like that. Um, is it on top of his head or is it like one yeah, of dead hair? center of his head. <laughs> uh, but like I said, y'all are just inside the house. Uh, the door is still open. Um... And you can like runs over slam shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, and y'all have sat here and you know uh, talked a little bit, and I will say it's it's nearing like 11:59. Um, I'm going to let y'all take a long rest here, but as as it approaches the midnight hour, Ismark walks to the door and beckons y'all to come look at this. Uh, do y'all get up and follow him to the door? So how many hit points we take for the long rest? Um, when you take it, you'll get back to full health. Okay. And any spell slots or rage spots or you know anything like that. Um, he opens up the door, and as you look outside, you see thousands of ghostly specters carrying axes, crossbows, staffs, long swords things like that, rapiers, you see all kinds of races, ghostly races, dragonborn, half-elves, elves, dwarves, all kinds, um, marching down the cobblestone road and towards Castle Ravenloft. And I said it right that time. Um, They march toward Castle Ravenloft, and with that, Ismark shuts the door and says, Every night at midnight. And he looks to Kelton. You ask me how I know the time. Because that happens every night at midnight. Other than that, that's the only way to tell time. Screw this place. Well, that's quite spooky. 
And he looks at you all. I'm going to check on Ileana. There are guest bedrooms here on the bottom floor. There's four of them. You're welcome to sleep in any of them or out here, wherever you wish. There's food in the kitchen. Make yourselves at home. He cannot bother you in here. He cannot bother you in here. And with that, he walks up to the second floor to check on his sister, his adopted sister. Well, so what, what so do y'all do? Is going to find the room furthest in the house, like in the middle, and just close the door and just like <laughs> open the ball. <laughs> just <laughs> decompress. Yeah. So Albert's curled up down there with his gloves on, going, oh, my beard, my beard. So, Does anyone want to find a drink, or should we? Do we all just want to sleep? No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drink. I'm going to go to the kitchen of this house, and I'm going to see what is there. But before I do that, I'm going to look at a mat, and I'm going to be like, so I miss it, didn't I? I miss the epic moment, didn't I? I didn't see you use your axes. <laughs> That's like the running joke. We always miss it. Yeah. For, whatever, for whatever reason. Ah, um, and then I just walk into the kitchen to find, you know, I want to scour the kitchen for some alcohol. <laughs> um, don't forget, Ahmed had all the bottles that he took from oh, yeah. the tavern. Oh, okay. Well. okay. Well, never mind. I'm hanging out with Ahmed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am too. Uh, you find like your typical bread and cheese and things like that in the um, in the kitchen, Fantastic. along with mugs and cups and things like that you can drink out of. Fantastic! I'm gonna stress eat. That's what I'm doing. I have too. I'm gonna eat a cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what else would y'all like to do? Uh, Is there anything else y'all want to do before you take a long rest or? Uh, just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Mister can do anything else at the moment. <laughs> did you want to do what you had asked me about? Uh, might have forgotten what I asked. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can say it in front of everybody. That's up to you. Wait, 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 wait. About wait. the secret character trait? No, 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 no. The the book. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody wants some little nighttime reading, that's all. Um, <laughs> Who wants the bugbear book? Not, mm. not after. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> um, so y'all, do y'all go upstairs, or not upstairs, do you go to your rooms and take a long rest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you all take a good long sleep, um, and you wake up the next morning, and you all smell like... Bacon, cooking, sausage, cooking, eggs, toast. You know, your typical morning breakfast stuff. Oh, it's, um, like a, it's like a mad dash to get in there to eat. <laughs> and uh, you, you smell coffee brewing and, you know, your, your normal breakfast stuff. Um, downstairs, there's a beautiful, roughly 27-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Um, very shapely in appearance very beautiful cooking um she's wearing an apron and standing at the uh at the stove frying bacon and sausage and i'll meant you have run into the kitchen correct uh um you kind of startle her a little bit oh 
Asari, Missy, uh, the smell, the food, it smells so lovely, but it's not quite as lovely as ye. Oh, boy. Well, thank you, my little bald-headed dwarf. <laughs> I went bald-headed until yesterday. Uh, unfortunate uh, accident? Yeah, smelting accident. <laughs> uh, can I get you something to eat or drink? Yes, if you wouldn't mind me, lady. Um. Uh, she pours you a cup of coffee and sits it in front of you and a plate full of food and sits down herself with a cup of coffee in front of her. My name's Ileana. Oh, I am Amit. He tries his best to use proper table manners as best what he can. It's <laughs> 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 like too good. <laughs> nice to meet you, Amit. Uh, what is everybody else doing? Uh, I'm going to come downstairs too. Uh-huh. Um, you oh, I mean, the... come out of the room, because that's right, we're on right. the same floor. I knew yeah, what you mean. <laughs> As y'all both walk in, y'all hear her say that I am Ileana. Uh, you have probably met my brother, Ismark. Oh, yes, we have. And she she looks at the at, um, Kelton and Vickless. Can I get you something to drink or something to eat? I would like, and I gesture over to hit Alma's plate, what he's having, and a coffee, please. She gets uh, up, fixes your plate, and, and all and hands it to you. Uh, Vickless is just going to go, uh, bacon and uh, black coffee, if you don't mind, my lady. Uh, no problem at all. And um, she gets a plate and slides it in front of you and the coffee as well, and her eyes kind of linger on you just a little bit. Vickless is just going to give him a slight wink. There I go. Every adventure. <laughs> and he's just going to whisper to Kelton, is the loot, mate? Is the loot. How did he even know you have a loot? Oh, because I always I, wear it. I, I, <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. <laughs> what is the mission doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. She uh, comes down a bit after everyone else. <laughs> uh-huh. Disheveled and bleary-eyed, but awake. And I guess she looks kind of like a, like those cyberpunk with that strip of hair missing the <laughs> left side of her head. Oh. It's like a very, I guess, edgy green haircut now. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, so is going to look at Sumestra for a second, and he's just going to say, he's like, you know, somehow it suits you. Shit. Might as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can I get you something to eat or drink? Wine, if you have it. She uh, pours you a glass of wine and like a goblet of wine and sits it in front of you. Thank you. And about that time, Ismark comes down and fixes his plate and sits down with y'all as well. Uh, And he speaks to y'all really close call last night, wasn't it? Boy, a little too close there, actually. (laughs) And he looks at Kelton. Really close call, wasn't it? It was, and I want to apologize to everyone in this household for my actions. Uh, I truly was only trying to help, but I know my limits now, and I know what not to do. If something would have happened to any of you, I would have never been able to forgive myself. It is very understandable, but we're all alive. Some of us, and he looks at Vickles' pack, are still undead. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> what 
Um, so y- y'all are all talking to Ismark and Ileana, and Ismark turns to her and says that they, I assume the agreement is still on that y'all will escort me and you guys will escort Ileana away from here. Boy, if we're getting out of Anything this Anything for this lovely lady. <laughs> and she winks at you as well. Thank you, Mr. Ahmed. He starts blushing. <laughs> so are we to stop the Strahd or are we to get her out of the town? Like, I wasn't sure. Um, right now you have to get her out of town if you okay. so choose. Okay. Um, and she looks at her brother Ismark. I've told you I'm not going anywhere until Daddy is buried properly. And we'll find a priest. There's a cleric down at the church. We just can't get Dad's Daddy's body to him for proper burial. Oh, you got a cart? It, is it too heavy? It is for two people. You got a cart? There, there should be a cart in the building out back. We should maybe load Put him on there, there and haul him down there. Yeah. When the mists aren't so thick, I don't want to start it. <laughs> oh, he is so <laughs> tough. <laughs> he ain't so tough. <laughs> so while all of this is happening, Vickless, um, basically, he he considers this thought of a card, and then he thinks about the pigs, and then he thinks about the Wrath of Bungary, and then looks at the bacon that is on the table, and then... <laughs> Thinks where <laughs> where did the bacon came from? On my plate, on my plate, I, well, I guess it's all pork. It's turkey bacon. Uh, okay. Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> it is because Kelt was gonna have a crisis. It's pork bacon. I don't eat turkey bacon. So well, I'm just uh, having eggs and toast. Oh no, you don't eat the bacon. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but no, no animals were harmed during the making of this breakfast, other than like the other pigs, not Charles pigs. Vickless acknowledged the divine word and that uh, feels him with confidence that his pig is okay and continues eating the bacon. <laughs> Does anybody else think this is a little messed up? <laughs> what you're eating bacon and you're yes. riding pig? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the well, hell in the whole well, thing. Well, Kelton, have you ever turned into a pig? Ahmed no, sort of slips a, a couple of pieces of bacon in his pocket, so when he goes out there, he's going to feed Ahmed a piece of bacon and a wolf a piece of bacon. Just <laughs> oh. like bald boar, just like clumsily gone. Greasy pants. So... As y'all are talking, Ismark and Ileana are still fussing, like, we need to get you out of here. And she says, we need to get Father buried. And Boy, he, we can do both in the same day, if we hurry. And Ismark looks at you, and so does Ileana. Do you really think you can? I give you, give me word. <laughs> and the rest of you? Ileana looks at y'all and turns as, and the rest of you? Um, and the corpse. I don't think I can do it in there. Oh, I feel like the... Yeah. Uh, Vickless is going to... Would like to perform a persuasion on Ileana. Okay. And... Oh, perfect. Uh, 27. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, my lady, if I may. Uh, I understand your loss. I, I truly do. But 
our main concern at the moment is to get you to safety. You are the target maniac and a vampire. Um, so we would like you to get you to safety first. And on our return, we will... Then he looks at the party. On our return, we will bury your dead father. That is a promise. And he looks at you all. I have your word that you will you will bury him. Boy. Yes. You have my word. While, while I would love to see him laid to rest... I will do all that I can to help you all with Strad. And if that means me not getting to see my father buried, then so be it. Maybe it would be doing your father his memory and his honor to see you safe and the basic bitch dead. (laughs) (laughs) And and she looks at you, the basic bitch? The... Bloodsucker. The, the big, big bloodsucker. Ah! You mean Strap. Yeah. And she, Strap. as she says his name and realization comes to her, she rubs at her neck gently where you can see that there's like some kind of bandage there. Another sip of the wine. <laughs> yes, he does have a tendency to keep coming around i wish i knew why but i can see why (laughs) (laughs) he made it pretty clear to us why i would assume he made it clear to you he's a shitty nice guy why is the reason that he keeps coming around because he doesn't understand how women work (laughs) because he thinks by his by his attack on you that makes him own you and he wants you for his bride or whatever sick twisted idea he has the little shit can't help rejection yeah that is that is one thing i do remember from my encounters with him it's it's about all that i remember that are you are you not afraid of him i don't know to be afraid of him but you trust your brother and you see his reactions yes but when it comes to strad everything is is a haze or like a memory like there's a like a fog around everything it's like i'm kind of pulled towards him yet i know that i shouldn't be he's probably one of those boys that has to drink to talk to women and then sips the drink <laughs> yes exactly a pillow in the drink <coughs> and then <laughs> Vickless, do you have to be drunk to talk to women? Vickless just looks at Kelton and is like, do you really think that I need to drink to talk to women? But you always say you perform better when you drink, so I just wonder. <laughs> I am always drunk, Kelton. That is my secret. I am always drunk. She looks at you two and laughs like, I got a feeling there's more to that story than, than what is being said. Oh, there is. But it's... It's like everything is in a haze whenever it comes to Strad. So, so question. Um, it's a haze, but how do, you feel about the, how do you feel about the fact that he bit you? Like, there's a wound underneath that bandage, I'm assuming. Like, what do you think about that? I hope this will not make you blush whenever I say it, but it makes it, he makes it feel so erotic. The vampire 
a procedure or some external device. Fuck, I said it. Fuck, I said it. The blood. <laughs> <laughs> the blood. <laughs> um, can enchant either actions or a part of himself or anything that might. Do you have another couple? <laughs> Count will, will cast message to the rest of the party, excluding Ismar and Ileana. We really need to get her out here. She seems very far gone, and I'm, I worry she would run to him. Ismar hands you the wine. Thank you, good sir. He nods. Go ahead, Bigless. No, I just said Bigless is just nodding to the to the message. I'll meet. I I dare him next time he comes near. I cut his fangs out. <laughs> you little crispy critter. Uh, <laughs> so, when when would y'all like to begin escorting Ileana away? Would you like to take a day to rest up or? Would you rather get started as soon as possible? I'll say as soon as possible. Yeah, I think as soon as possible, too. Give us two or three days to conduct research around the town. Verify the fog won't be too thick on the day that comes. Dig up any information we have, and also to rest on. I wonder if there's a pattern to the fog, though. Exactly. That's actually a good idea. I mean, like, we know when it's going to be less. Well, but if we say three or four days... I say we go to the temple in town. Maybe it might be a little more safer yeah. to stay there if it's all right from them. What about the corpse of the of, of her dad? No. Well, that thing's gonna stink. And while you're going to the chapel, why don't you just carry the body? Yeah, I, we could yeah, take the body with us. Do some more scouting and research. I I fear if we're gonna set up a base, it'd be better there for its holy la- its holy ground. Yeah, I'm assuming Strahd has never been in the temple. He can't. He can't. Okay. I'm feeling a little better about this hopeless situation now. <laughs> um, for, yeah, this is just a measle hole. He can, he can tr- make this woman here trust him and bring him in here. Then he can kill us all in our sleep. That's true. Good point. Did you just say that out loud? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she she kind of shudders at him, but you're not sure if it's a like scared shudder or like a um it feels really good to her kind of shudder. Kelton is muttering to himself, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh, fuck." <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, what about Vicholas? We'll say he's swearing in Sylvan, so nobody knows what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vicholas does. Semester knows. Oh, she's speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she raises her wine glass. Maybe the cleric make has some kind of spell or something break the spell he has over the glass. Uh, I'm afraid not. Not that he has told me of. But I do know that he could possibly help you with the water that you were looking for. Ah, fantastic. Uh, because of the, well, all of this is going on, he's basically writing his little notebook, the valet of Amid the Mad Dwarf. That's what he was doing every time. When he charged the vampire, he knew it'd be risky. Next thing you knew, he was fried extra crispy. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, Nichols is writing that down. He don't know where he heard it from. And now he wants to get frisky. Uh, so, would y'all like to head out, or y'all want to continue talking here? 
Do it on time, finish the meal. Get okay. a meal to go, because Mushroom has had two cups of wine already. <laughs> that is breakfast. Uh, so, <clears throat> what did y'all say y'all wish to do from here? I mean, head to the temple, yes. That's a- Cart, body. Okay. Um. Any silver item, holy symbols. Uh, do you want to look for some? Uh, maybe some Starbucks for Vlad or Strahd, since he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mr. has a uh, proficiency investigation. Sure, I'll roll for any if it's okay. Okay. Uh-huh. As well as I'm just an advocate, cool. would like to go outside and forage for some sturdy wood pieces. Yeah. For straight wood pieces. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, Mister, what did you get on your investigation? I have gotten an 18. Um. You find a silver rapier like like a silver sword you know like kind of like the sword of gryffindor or whatever silver sword like um calvary long sword or yes, sword. yes yes okay, um, and vicholas what is what did you roll uh, what do you want me to roll what are you looking for straight wood pieces uh, yeah basically so i can turn them into sticks uh roll me what's your nature you look pretty good in nature no, my man, I am I am a one in nature. I I like a bar. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> give me a perception roll then. I was trying to help you out. <laughs> oh, man. We will cook absolutely anything here at the Cannibal Cafe. If we don't have it and you bring it, then it'll get cooked. Mimics, Hobgoblin, Ghoul Burgers if you desire. If you are an adventurer lucky enough to kill a purple worm, we'll slice and dice it up into steaks for your consumption. Be sure to stop into Galsop and order one of our Forgotten Realm famous dragon burgers. If you can eat it, then it's half price. Uh, that is a... ooh, like 23. Um, you find, uh, eight straight pieces that would make perfect Buffy the Vampire Slayer steaks. Oh, I was gonna... Okay, that's fine. Perfect. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, I mean, you find eight of those. Uh, put in my inventory. Uh, what was I? I'll sit and look for something. Um, Kelton, what are you and Ahmet doing? I guess I'm uh, headed out to get the, the uh, cart from out there. Maybe as they got it. Uh-huh. I'm finishing my coffee and then I'll go help Ahmet with the cart. Uh-huh. Um, without any difficulty, you and him get the cart up to the um I assume you're carrying it to the doorway so that it'd be easier to load the body. Yeah. Okay. Um so y'all have got it to the door with no trouble. Um you do happen to notice that the cart seems like it only has three wheels. Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was gonna say hey, screw this town man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we we just leave it and let it burn. Uh, but no, um, y'all got the card up there. It's in, it's in pretty good shape. Um, you can tell it's been a while since it's been used, but it's still in good shape. Hitch the animals up to it and pull it. Yeah, well, we got three pigs. The dire dire wolf in front. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, put a red potato on his nose so he looks like Rudolph. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Is there a a blacksmith in town? Uh, uh... Yeah, they can be. Okay, we'll keep that in mind. Initiative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can be. 
Um, well, you seen like several shops in your in your walking, and you have seen like a blacksmith shop. Um, you didn't see like smoke or anything coming from it, but you saw a smithy. There's also that shop too. Um, and also you have noticed like most of the houses and all seem to have been boarded up and uh like abandoned. Okay. Uh, so do y'all want to head out and carry the body, or is there other stuff y'all want to do here? Um, if it's possible, Smisher would like to visit that. You said it was a mercantile store? Yes. Um, let me get that name for you. Oh, wait. Michael Drop. Bill Drass Mercantile. Hold on, hold on. Michael Drop. Oh, did he? Yep. I wonder if that'll stop the... Does that stop the recording? No, no. Still recording. Okay, still okay. Is. I don't know if it stopped whenever and he... He's back. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, there's um, Bill Drass Mercantile. If we're stocking up on stuff, uh, I don't still have the silver lawn, but <laughs> um, if nobody wants it, you might could trade it for something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just me. Any other part? Uh, someone should definitely head to the Mercantile. Okay. Uh, anybody else going with her? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Uh, um, it'll be on the way before you get to the church. Uh, um, this this building has like heavy drawn curtains over the windows. Um, it's it's about seventy foot wide by four, uh, seventy feet long by forty feet wide. Uh, a sign over the door shows um bill Drass mercantile over in the doorway and it's just your basic wooden door that leads into his shop oh, should I do? Uh, um and since y'all have loaded the excuse me you have loaded the body on to the cart would y'all like for ismark and iliana to head on and drop the body off at the priest's or do y'all wish them to stay with you? They stay with us. Sky. Okay. We have our protection. Quick question. So, casting the alarm spell, what's what's the layout of this? The cart? Um, the cart will be, like, right in front of the door. I mean, so, you could see it as long as the door stayed open or, you know, or you can cast alarm on it. Is Would there you? a building across it from... Uh, yes. In fact, it's the Blood of the Vine... Um, I guess you guys can banters. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. There's this, like, weird... Like, shine. Oh. Oh. It's it's the ghost of Strad. (laughs) (laughs) He's waiting for another arrow to come flying at him. No more arrows. (laughs) (laughs) Or crossbow bolts or whatever. At least no more projectiles that are unsanctioned from me. So we're, we're inside the mercantile store right now, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, can uh, Vickless do a perception check to see what if he sees anything of interest on the shelves? Um, you can. I mean, it's your typical, okay. like, typical stuff. Like, there's some rations, there's some adventuring kit, some, like, your your typical stuff. Okay. Uh, um, hmm. In other words, there's, like, nothing magical. Here. That's out <clears> front, <throat> anyway. 
So I'm going to turn to Lamet and he's like, so how many bottles of alcohol do you have? Oh, how many did I get? <laughs> um, let me, let me roll and see how many you got. I'll roll the D8. Uh, according to my D8, you got two. I think the only thing that we have left. Uh, yeah, y'all met Strad, so um, yeah, they were all gone. Fair enough. Yeah, one got through at him. <laughs> can can we assume that uh, Ahmed told Vickers like how he basically fought Strat the night before because he didn't see yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell tell him. I, um. Uh, Okay, so I would say Nicholas is going to tell Matt to hold on to those two bottles. <laughs> Don't drink them yet. <laughs> <laughs> and he would like to get uh, some rope from the mercantile store. Now, you do know with your adventuring kit, your your pack that you have, uh, it oh. came with rope. Okay. Yeah. So um, there like... are things in here like vials that you could fill up with oil. He does sell oil. Um Things like you can make the Molotov cocktails with if you wanted to. But if okay, so how many? Yeah, let's do that. How many? How many? So the bottles that we have, how many vials would you say that that fills? So my thinking is, if I can pour the alcohol, if we can pour the alcohol that we have, well, we can just buy oil. To, we can just buy oil and put it in the things because oil lights up too. Yeah, I mean we mm-hmm. can ask for oil too. But. You are a bard. You should be able to cast oil. <laughs> I. Don't have the spell. <laughs> You're a bard. You get, oh man! I've never seen a cast oil spell. Yeah. I haven't either. I'm checking yeah, that out. It is. It's, it's, actually, it's it's a level one spell. I haven't never seen that one. Thinking of I think that's a cleric. Yeah. It's also okay. a bard. Bard bard gets cleric spells too. Oh, well, I get it. I get them if All I right. go College of Lore at level six. At level one. I'm checking the list right now. There is no cast oil or create oil. Yeah, I don't... Richard. Yes, sir. Is the distance between the tavern and the shop more than 30 feet? It's 30. Wonderful. I got my ruler out. It's 30. (laughs) That should should be a spell. They make all bards dokas, bards are whores. Um, I'd like to (laughs) alarm stretching my... From the tavern to the uh, shop, and if anything triggers it, and I'm setting the trigger to anything not alive, it'll uh, yell out Kelton Lowe's butt. Okay. <laughs> Just if, in case anything follows. And okay. are there also ball bears? Sure. How much are they? You have to go talk to the guy. I'll look to talk. <laughs> right, um, you walk up to him, so you ask him how much ball bearings are, and Bill Draft looks at you. He's got a deep chestnut brown beard you won't ball bear it uh, uh, go ahead uh, I got them they use them in the wagons I'll sell you uh, 10 of them for 50 gold pieces how big are these ball bearings uh, they're about the size of your big marble you've got pretty big ball bearings we'll say um, oh they're the ones that you use in wagons I mean I've your ball bearings but your, your balls are well, to put it honest with you, lady, I don't have to sell them. I'm the only one in the village that can sell them. If you don't want to pay the price, then get the hell out. That seems reasonable. <laughs> and that, and out of character, that is how the adventure said play him. <laughs> if you don't like it, get out. 
I'm like, excellent. I can be an asshole. I think, ba- out of character, I think based on that, we should fuck the whole town. Yeah. <laughs> they're all going to be assholes and not. Uh, but Ileana and Ismark haven't. No, they haven't. Strad, on the other hand, only fought whenever he was attacked by an arrow. Uh, that was fun. Uh, is there anything else, or do y'all just want to look around my store and act like you're going to buy something and get me all happy and then not buy anything? Do you have oil, sir? Yeah, I got oil. You what want? the price? I'll give you one ounce for ten gold pieces. Sure. Uh, one ounce? That's... Uh, at least one ounce. <laughs> Alright, so you want an ounce of oil? Yeah, I mean, I would use your balls, but... Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ball bearings, not... Well, the oil bearings. So you hand him ten gold pieces, he hands you a one ounce vial of oil. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> so my wife said. Oh, oh, that... Oh, um... Very well. And he's eyeing the rest of you in the store. Ravik was good for the time being. Oh man, nobody's gonna try to steal something? We're not thieves like your last campaign. So y'all. Well, backstory on Amit, he don't try to steal from any place like that because. Last time we tried to stone, he got stuck in jail for 10 years, so... Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, they, uh, y'all would have made a great character if y'all had tried to steal something. Uh, so y'all all walk back outside? Yep. Uh, um, what do y'all wish to do now? Any onward. Uh, um, it's 8.30. Do y'all want to keep going, or do y'all want to stop here? I'm okay, whatever you guys decide. Yeah, me too, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. All right, um, so y'all walk out of the mercantile and go back to the wagon, and Ismark looks at you all. He's a bit of a jerk, isn't he? Yeah. Good price on oil, though. <laughs> all there. What? I mean, it's all so high. I usually pay five gold an ounce. Oh, damn. For what, the oil? Yeah, he's the only one in town. He can charge whatever he wants to. Five gold ounces, robbery. Well, he charged her ten, didn't he? Wait, uh, I, 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 would, I would let Fluffy go in there and handle him up a little bit, but I don't want to tra- cause no trouble. <laughs> Please, sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> he tra- you, name, you named your dire wolf Fluffy? Yep. <laughs> like, like Gabriel Iglesias, like, oh, that's fluffy. Yep. <laughs> um, he he charged you ten gold for that? I thought that's what you said. Yeah. Yep, ten gold. gold. Oh, he really ripped you off. And like I said, he's a jerk. But he's the only one in town, so what you gonna do? And Kill him, put him in an alley. You help us on our journey, and you add... And a lot of alarms or uh, This is true. And he he deals a lot with those gypsy type folk. That You know those three that were in the tavern last night? Oh, is that what they were? Yeah, they're Vistani, which is a lot like the gypsy folk. They tend to say to themselves a lot, but, you know, they, they are what they are. They're strange. I did not see that coming. See what coming? Yeah, I did. 
What's happening? <laughs> I missed it too. I see, I see. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Did not hear that either. And I said it? No, I, I was. You were talking about Mr. Gypsy. Yeah. I did not see that part. <gasps> gotcha. Did oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. I'm like, I'm like, what? What's he talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Y'all walk on down to, uh, you're heading towards the church, um, and you pass by several boarded up houses, uh, that look to have been abandoned, you know, no telling what's in them or what's, you know, why they were abandoned, uh, but it looks like they're very derelict and I won't say exactly shabby, but not exactly lived in either um so you head on down let me get to the church okay get to the church and um you start climbing up this little rise and against against a pillar stone that supports castle ravenloft sits a little church with a somewhat smallish hmm, smallish cemetery um this church has obviously dealt with like um, the evil of the land for several centuries. The there's a bell tower that is at the back of this church. Um, the rafters seem like they're barely holding up the weight of the roof and the bell tower and things like that. Uh, and are y'all going to approach the doors with the wagon or uh, yeah, we're like back the, the cart up back there to it when we see it unload tight and go straight to the door with it yeah, okay do you guys oh. want to like scout the near and behind the ship while you guys stare the body anybody inside i think that would be yep excellent are you going to go alone uh invisible okay alone. um on the door you notice claw marks and that you can tell that the doors have been scarred and um burnt by fire they're still sturdy but you can tell the damage that has been caused them by the uh claws and fire um you walk up and knock okay a a stooped man with has everybody seen Hulk Hogan or know how his hair is? Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Um, bald on top, you know, with the long. Yep. Okay. Um, a man walks up to you, stooped over, with hair similar to that of Hulk Hogan's, except his is white, and he stooped and walks with a cane. He opens the door and looks up at you, like hunched over. Hunt, can I help you with? Oh, we got a body here. It needs to be buried. <laughs> Whose body is it? He looks back at her and says, what's his name again? And Ismark walks up, and Ileana walks up with him, and he says to uh, the man, Brother Donovich, it is our late father. Oh, not Donovich. Um, <laughs> and Donovich <laughs> nods at the two of them very well. Can you all bring him in, and we will give him proper rights? Excuse me, let's see. Um, so, do y'all bring him into the church? 
I would yeah. assume so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pause right there with y'all and go to Silmistra then. Okay, Silmistra, where what are you looking for? Well, she's left behind her heavy packs. And mm-hmm. Or lighter. She doesn't have any spare change clothes. Everything's still crispy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's skirting around the right edge of. Mm-hmm. More if the church is nestled between buildings, anything off the roofs, any alleys, any animal. If it's pretty open ground, any recent marks passing by, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, you see, kind of similar to what you saw at the uh, the mayor's house, the like claw marks all over the place. Um, the grass and all has been trampled. Um. Here and there, you may see some some wolf hair, um, signs of fire damage on the hall of the church, um, and you know just like signs of I'm trying to think of the word vandalism. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see what else you might know. Um, and you can see other buildings. You see the little graveyard, uh, of course, the chapel where they have carried the body into. Um, this is your typical like church setting. Uh, that's pretty much all that you will see there. Yeah. Oh. Um, go ahead. The rest already does their thing. Mm-hmm. You you don't notice like um, any trails like where other creatures may be coming from. The only really trail that you notice is the one where they have like walked around the property or walked around the building causing this vandalism damage. Basically trying to destroy the holiness, the holy ground of the church. Um, so, back to the others. Um, are you going to come back into the sanctuary, or do you want to stay outside and be invisible still? Um, stay near the ends, just to keep an eye. Okay, like a lookout. All right. um, so, you can hear the service go on, basically. Um Donovich opens a book and reads several passages from it and blesses the body, uh, saying he was a good man, that he deserved a better fate, things like that. Typical blessing, you know, funeral. And he looks at the the entire party <clears throat> and says, if, if you all will carry him outside, then we will lay him to rest properly. Uh, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to assume that y'all do that, and they, there's a whole Doug, um, he's a cleric, so he can, I'm going to say he can mold earth, um, I can't remember if they can't or not, but he's going to move the earth aside, y'all will place the body in the casket, and he will push the earth back on top of it, um, and he looks at Ismark and Ileana and says to them, I will make him a proper headstone. And I can assure you that laying in this ground, he will not rise again. Um, and all of this is going on, uh, Vickles is going to pull out his lute and then just play a very sad kind of tune. Just, just lute. He plays the D&D version of Taz. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the D&D version of Taps. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, that's even better. Perfect. A Metallica. Amazing. 
Thank you. <laughs> That's better than. Yeah. It was. Um. So he has been laid to rest and buried, and Donovich looks at Ileana and says, "You need to get out of the village." And <clears throat> looks at Ismark and says, "Whatever you need to do to get her out, get her out." Because from what you have told me, the next time he promises to make her his bride, the next bite will make her his bride. Um, what's the name of the uh, cleric again? Donovich. Donovich. Yes. Um, Donovich. Fair enough. Previously not in this game. Whatever this took from my last time playing a radar game. He's become Donna Bitch because he killed one of my characters on camping. First camping, I played him. So, Vickers would like to talk to the cleric, um, and then basically he's going to say, So, uh, excuse me, uh, sir, fellow. Yes. Um, I understand that in your profession, it takes many years to learn um, to, uh, <clears throat> you know, utilization of all these spells but i was wondering if perhaps you could just for you know uh the sake of writing stories if you could provide this bard with a book with such knowledge that you might have uh, in your church of how to do spells or of the history of this church no, i was thinking more around you know yeah some of the spells that you may have written a book i'm assuming that you are literate and like to write stuff as many scholars would want to my son i am no wizard but i can tell you these spells whether or not you can perform them is up to your inner soul ah, fantastic so he can do that um i'll tell you just sort of, i'll tell you later this spell okay uh, um <clears throat> oh our uh, I'm trying to think how to say this. Um, so now that the mayor has been buried, what do you all wish to do? Is there anything that I, being Donovich, can help you with? I, we were wanting to know if maybe we could take up shelter here for a couple of days while we scout around town to find a safer route to get the last out of here. I figure this might be a safer place than their home. I do have rooms that are available. So, said Donovich, um, how are you in the blessing department? I am able to bless depending on the object in question. I'm thinking, you know, more like a couple, say, dozen bottles of water if you have, you, you, you bathe, right? And then Big let's just go ahead and kind of like smells around him. <laughs> yes, my child, I bathe. And, and he pulls out his rapier, this sword. Let's see. I could bless it, but it will take longer than just me holding it and blessing it. It requires... A ceremony of length to do. Like how many hours are we talking about? Bring it to me tonight 
when you go to bed, and I will bless it during the night. Fantastic. Thank you, my good sir. And I appreciate that you take bath. Who would not take a bath? And he oh, begins you... sniffing at you. Like... It seems like in this area, the bartender at least didn't know what we meant by when we said bathing water. Yeah, I think you should definitely step out of your um, <clears throat> church for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you might be shell-shocked in what is going around you around here. And he turns towards Kelton and kind of sniffs as well. Like, when is the last time that you have taken a bath? Uh, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he winks at you like he's like joking with you, you know. But I do smell fire. We had a long night. Ah, pray tell what happened. Uh, one of us angered Strahd. Kelton! <clears throat> what? Someone named you might want to get that. You might want to get that cough check there, Vickless. <coughs> you, you have it a lot. Must be the drinking. So, you have met the abomination of the land. Twice. <laughs> and yet you live to tell about it? I do. Uh, the first time was nonviolent. The second time was nonviolent. a bit of a scorcher. Nobody got hit the first time. Hmm. I don't think. He, he raises an eyebrow. I point over to Amit's beard. <laughs> Clarification. He does look over like, that is true. What did happen to your beard and hair, my young dwarf friend? That basic vampire bitch spurred me. <laughs> my son, we do not use language of that sort on these lands. I will ask you not to say such words again. I, I forget about your human pathions. They're a little bit more different than our dwarven. This is I was true. I was the Vickless topic thing, but I couldn't think of a word to do. so i pray tell over supper this evening you will all tell me the story of this meeting with the abomination yes and water and bottles the water will be best gotten from the lake if you can you have any ears for it in this holy I have a few that I can spare. Um, and he snaps his fingers and a younger person brings you three, like, wine bottles. Oh. And he, look, he looks at the dwarf. It is communion wine, my friend. It is good <laughs> for what it's else Nicholas you Nicholas looking longingly at the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... Can I grab the bottle? One of the bottles? Yes. Is it? Yes. I'm gonna grab one of the bottles. I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna look at Kelton and Amit, and I'm just gonna be like, it's "Holy wine!" <clears throat> I'm just gonna pour it. <laughs> um, but it, the water will be best gotten from that location. Amit kind of replies back. He goes, "I, you, you may use wine. We use L." <laughs> Uh, whatever does the trick and brings you closer is all that matters. So, it is just you three with Ismark and Ileana. Actually, uh, 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 you think that we could get like a, uh, an extra bottle of wine? Just because we're not three. He looks at you, snaps we are. his fingers. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to look at him and say, we are, after all, in a holy quest. 
this is true, my friend. And he gives you another bottle, but this one is empty. Oh, shut okay. <laughs> Did you want wine in it? Uh, that could yes. be a good vessel. Yes, yes. But sh- sh- we'll, we'll, and I was going to whisper to Kelton, look, he gives us one with wine, we empty the wine, and then we put water in it again. <laughs> this one is right, empty right now. Kelton's <laughs> on. Kelton's on. Um, the little servant guy goes, comes back, and hands you a bottle of uh, wine that's probably half the size of the other ones. Fair enough. I I must keep some for my own uh, <clears throat> worship, if you know what I mean. So Vickless is going to give that bottle of wine to Kelton, and is going to kind of say <laughs> very. The half- <laughs> no, well, I'm gonna give him the half one. Is like, well. What I, I'm not telling you what you should do with this, but what I think that you should do is go make peace with the half-elf, which is piss at you, probably. Not yeah. saying that I can read women, but uh, you probably should do that. Oh, you are that. a traveling whore. I think you would be pretty good at reading the women. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, again, I'm not telling you what to do with a half bottle of wine. <clears throat> Your choice. But I, I need it after, though, for water. more pissed that it's like a smaller bottle. I am not giving you my bottle. I mean, I feel like you can get this bottle. <laughs> uh, look, take what I give you and go with it. <laughs> uh, oh, um, just talk your head. <laughs> uh, I smell like fried chicken, my young friend. <laughs> you mean the priest smells like fried chicken? No, I was just joking about saying the priest like, I smell fried chicken. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I smell like fried chicken. <laughs> Uh, so, what do you do with that half-size bottle? I will walk to find some Mr. and present it as yet another peace offering. I think that's my second peace <laughs> offering today. Alright, so you walk outside and you look for her, but you see no one. Hmm. Remember, she has cast a spell of invisibility. Well, I'll just leave this here for uh, almost getting us all killed and uh, see you inside. <laughs> <laughs> No sound. The general turn, I guess. More so what? Forgiveful instead of spiteful. Instead of like, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> it's, uh, what is uh, Maybe y'all's name should be the Alcos. Like the alcoholic. <laughs> 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 yeah, no Alcos. Uh, so, um, the priest is going to show you all the rooms that y'all are welcome to stay in. It's a basic generic room. There's a cot, there's a chair, a little table, and dresser, and that's about it. Um, he only shows you three because he still doesn't see the fourth person. Um, and he's kind of curious why the shifter, although he doesn't know you're a shifter, walked outside with a half-size bottle and came back with nothing. And you know, but he's okay. He walks on. Um, he shows you the kitchen, a a hall in there in the uh, in the church and is there anything that y'all would like to do while you're in here or would you like to go back into the city or like around for any kind of religious symbol that i can carry with me that will aid us in you know any vampire on that encounter that might be on this church okay roll me an investigation what church? <clears throat> Does mm-hmm. 
I mean, not what what God is it? I don't know the adventure didn't say. <laughs> it's a generic. Oh. Uh, sun goddess or something? Um, yeah, we can go with that. Uh, in seven, the, seventeen. In the, I don't know. I mean, in the story of it, it's uh, all Vader. I evidently haven't read down that far yet. Um, yeah, which, which is same thing as uh, uh, the sun god. Uh, okay. Different. We'll use uh, radon. Get a little bit of Mortal Kombat in there, almost anyway. Um, <laughs> you uh, you find a symbol that looks like a sun with um with rays. You know how you would draw a sun in school on a piece of paper and yep. put the rays on it. That yep. you find a symbol like that. Um, it's more so a pendant you can wear. Mm. Oh, thank. You. Is it, like, am I stealing from the church? Like, is that a thing that I'm doing? That's up to you. Nicholas, uh, you'd look really pretty in that. <laughs> are you, going to, are you uh, going to try to steal from the church? Uh, no. So where's this pendant <laughs> right now? Um, it's, uh, like, on a, a desk in, like, in the hallway. Like, uh, what's that called? Kind of like an end table or a table yeah. that sits in the hallway holding like flowers and things. No, I gotta, I gotta find the cleric and just ask him about it first. I don't even know if he's useful. Okay. I, um, he's not far away, so you can go back to him because I was picturing you just like wandering around and happened upon it. <clears throat> yep, yep. So say, uh, so how should I address you, anyhow? Mm, you can call me Brother Donovich. All right, Brother Donovich. Yes, sir. Um, say that pendant over there, and he points to the pendant. Mm-hmm. Do you have any use for it? Ah, uh, that's probably Reggie's again. He seems to leave it everywhere, so you can have it if you wish. Yes, but more importantly, is does that actually do anything? More specifically, does that actually do anything against the undead? It depends on your fate. In what the pendant is, to whether or not it has effect against the undead. Oh well, it's not gonna work because I'm not very fit. So uh, yeah. So yes, it would be more like a weight around your neck then. Fair enough. I'm sticking to the wine then. <clears throat> Good choice, my friend. Good choice. <laughs> so what do the rest of you want to do? Oh. Uh, I'll say it's roughly like eleven o'clock in the morning. Sure. The, the time since uh, semester's caster. Um, we'll go 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Good for another 50. Okay. See, it's a good thing I don't have invisibility because I would be messing with everybody, but <laughs> walk up behind Kelton, give him a wedgie, you know. Not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I'll be, he'll be expecting it now. <laughs> just keeps feeling like there's something behind him. He just randomly turns. And you guys are all looking at him like, what the hell are you looking at? <laughs> like, you know, you like jerk around when you yeah. feel somebody watching it. So what would y'all like to do now? Continue exploring the church or or what? I think we should explore the town while it's still daylight. Uh, uh, sorry about that. I was yawning. Um, so y'all want to go back into the town then? See what you did. <laughs> I know. It, it is literally contagious. It has been proven. It was on Mythbusters. Oh, what's, I've always heard that, but I didn't know if there was any truth to it or not. Oh, yes. Um, 
so y'all go back into the city. Uh, Ismark and Ileana have stayed at the church. Just for them to stay uh, there on the ground. <laughs> and he, he's trying to get her settled in. Um, so, like I said, you see the mercantile store. You see the tavern. Um, you walk past Mary's house, and you walk past several boarded-up houses. Um, you know, you can you see... You can see the lake. You can see a, a camp site like where the gypsies are um, from your vantage point. You can pretty much see the whole entire village. I'm so, interested to go and see the gypsies. <laughs> I mean, that's up to y'all. Y'all can... I mean, y'all... Go to the lake, collect the water on the tube. Well, the gypsies are right there at the lake, so you could accomplish two things with one there. Or you could search through the city, or, I mean... Whatever y'all want to do. Um, she's not, you know, I guess she doesn't have any feelings. She is carrying the uh, proffered wine from six. <laughs> mm-hmm. The half bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> half size bottle. Uh, is Sumitra, like, touching Kelton on, like, on the ear and moving away? And... <laughs> no. Um, I respect what this... He's still invisible. Um, for... Probably for another minute or two. She's keeping that six feet quarantine distance. Because yeah. <laughs> Kelton is contagious. He will get you killed like the corona. Absolutely. <laughs> he really tries not to. I mean, it's not like he wakes up and like, I'm going to get everyone murdered. Uh, so what would y'all like to do? Or we can stop here until next week? Or I would actually vote for stopping here, but I'm good with whatever everybody else wants to do. No, okay. We play. Every day until the next session. <laughs> we can always. I'll be more on the role play game this week too, since I slacked off last week. Nah. Uh, do we wish to stop here then? Yeah. So yeah. Gonna add a good stopping point. Yeah. 